Brighton on Gamescast, episode 118. Uh, today is the 14th of October. As we record this, I cannot, I still can't believe we're in October. We're, 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 the last time we recorded, was that we released an episode in September or October? I can't actually remember. I think it was probably September. Late September, I think. Late September, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the year marches on. Um, yeah, uh, I'm Hamish. Uh, with me, as always, is Nico. Um yeah, uh, it, it's just this this fucking year just keeps keeps on trucking. Uh, sorry, we, yeah, like we again we had a little bit of a, a break for a couple of weeks or something, and uh, yeah, you know, just shit got in the way again. It's um, life stuff. I, I was uh, away uh, for for various reasons and stuff. Um, Sometimes yeah, that... a podcast actually has to take a backseat to other events. It's you know, believe it or not, it's, it's not the most important it's, it's, thing. <laughs> it's, it's rare. It's rare when a podcast has to, um, especially our podcast. We we never let life stuff get in the way of it. But um, you know, it's no. uh, COVID um, unaffected. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but you know, it's you know, we're, we're just like, this is uh, this is a dalliance for us. We uh, we revel in it whenever we get to whenever we get to do it um but I, I, I don't know how you doing how you doing I, i'm good um yeah sitting in a dark room because i can do that now my oh, dark yeah, office i'm sure. I, I, sorry i know this is like month three two and a half of me just like going ah, i love this office but it's, it's so good <laughs> oh god i wish i had an office i'm sitting yeah, like you're... hunched up at this desk like kind of trying you're in the I, cupboard I under to... the stairs <laughs> well it's what we were discussing like before this um like because i'm still you know still um like my girlfriend and i have been looking for like a flat um for for a while now like for the both of us because if you haven't if you didn't hear like or at the start of lockdown i moved in with with her just so she wasn't on her own and everything so we weren't like apart and um yeah, so it's but it's just it's been kind of a, a nightmare trying to find a place with all the kind of restrictions on like viewings and stuff, and people are like, oh, you know, we're doing we're doing uh, online viewings, we're doing virtual viewings, uh, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to sign a lease based on somewhere I've never been. That's um, a sucker's game, right there. That's what that. Yeah, is. Um, and it's not like they're they're like lowering the price to make that a more you know like a, a better proposition or something like that. There's like still charging the same amounts it's just take a gamble and i'm like no nah, i'm all right but uh you know so it means that i'm still uh in in this uh this this space that um you know the only place that doesn't have ridiculous echo is in um is in my like the, the place where i kind of I, I position my mic and put my laptop in my girlfriend's cupboard essentially <laughs> it's like that's the only place that doesn't have any echo um and uh yeah, so it's it like it, it, and you know I'm not just gonna stand in a in in a fucking cupboard for like you know three hours. <laughs> so I'm just like I, I'm, so I'm now just sat at my fucking desk where it is very echoey, and I, I I apologize for the people that find that somewhat irritating. Hopefully we'll be able to sort that out soon. But the the, the alternative was like trying to like before i was trying to like figure out how to like position a cushion on my very thin substitute for a desk at the moment but it would mean like covering up my entire monitor with a fucking cushion and like having it on the keyboard so it was like uh, not not viable um can't but, game uh, in those conditions man hey it's exactly, just a game yes. 
Ah, uh, that's that's and that's what we're really here for, isn't it? That's the thing that's bringing us all together in these trying times. It's the the, the games and their ability to allow us to rise up. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> oh God, it's it's yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's been it's been it's been a time, but uh, you know, um, videos are coming along. That I've got I've got a little video coming out or a big video on uh mafia definitive edition um and then i've got one on flight simulator coming out soon after that uh yeah it's all been it's all been fucking moving in terms of the the video stuff uh yeah um that's kind of it because i've kind of just been a fucking like a termit <laughs> still like after returning from you know where we were and stuff like which was you know wasn't wasn't a holiday it was just you know it, it was like we had to go and stuff um but uh you know after getting back it was just like this like period of remembering like oh shit we're we're in a place where the numbers are going up and stuff so we're just kind of uh don't really want to like venture out too much and everything so it's just i don't know it's been a time um but yes, as I was saying, how are you? <laughs> I've been good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> just been, been hanging out. skating. Yeah, yeah. Just skating on the wood, pushing the wood, as as old people yeah. say, in a derogatory yeah, I mean, so, fashion. Yeah, you're, you're, you're one of the, the many people that, after Tony Hawk 1 and 2 came out, you took up skateboarding again. Well, <laughs> so, it had been, I think the seed was there since the COVID thing hit. Yeah, because that I was th- it, it, it popped up in the what are like solitary non uh, non crowded activities I can do outside, you know, like yes, yeah, and so the, like the seed was there. I was like thinking about it, and then yeah, and then it, it kind of perfectly. I think I think Tony Tony Hawk one plus two was like the uh, the catalyst. I think or that stoked the yes. fires that yeah, it just yeah, made. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now look you, at me. You, 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 I can I can ollie over a, uh, well I can't ollie over a can yet. I'm trying, but uh, <laughs> you can crush that can. I can almost always guarantee I'll get a little pop when I move. <laughs> Maybe you can knock a can over. It's look, perfect. I can power slide like nobody's business now. <laughs> can Bob can Bob Burnquist knock over a can? Didn't think so. He's too I, busy flying over the can. I've been coming up with this trick for when I hit the wall in my tiny car park, I grab the side and I kind of like slingshot myself in the other direction while while <laughs> s- skittering my legs around in a wobbly fashion. <laughs> I call it's it a Nico. Trick. <laughs> do it my, my feet don't leave the board so it's technically like some sort of trick i don't know <laughs> like, i'm doing something <laughs> yes nico nico nico, do, nico takes on flatland it's uh it's perfect yeah that's the thing i got i got i got the 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 og rodney mullen environment where it's just like a, like a you know a square of concrete with yeah. a tiny bit of covering over it that i can only use when the two people who park on either side of me uh are gone Right, <laughs> and then I just pull my car out and kind of use it as like a little blocker, so that people don't r- jump in and then you know awkwardly move my car after eating shit in front of someone waiting for me to move. You know, <laughs> how many how many boards do you have? Because you were you were like sending me a bunch of pictures of like different board stuff that you were you were doing, and it's like it seems I was just like, wait, so what what board is this? Like, well, you, you you seem to have like quite a lot. Well, one of them I just like plain lucked into like. Literally the other day, we're just, uh, I was helping, uh, Vanessa, like, clean out this place, and I ended up just getting a free old board that was getting yanked. Nice. And, uh, 
Yeah, I got a second board that I set up uh, for buddies, man. You need a second deck? What if your friend comes over? He's going to run after you? Yeah, it's like next, next, next D3 that definitely happens um, where like, and I come over, I'm just, you know, I'm... I'm gonna need to. You're, you're gonna need to give me something to eat shit with. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. we can we can thrash the the convention center, man. Exactly. Yeah, Collect yeah, all yeah. the skate letters there. <laughs> I'll just I'll just start talking like, it's the illusion, man. Oh man, we gotta we gotta go find the illusion and skate with him. <laughs> He'll t- he's he's too busy like homeschooling his kids out in the woods. It's <laughs> just... fine. We'll bring we'll bring the the board to him, and then he can like. <laughs> Show us to like fly on a skateboard through the forest or whatever the hell he does in his spare time. <laughs> he really oh, should have been in Tony Hawk, like the new Tony Hawk. It really. Oh, that, yeah, that would have been so good. A missed uh, guest like, spot. To be yeah, honest. the the, the option to buy him a bowl cut. Um, he was in Thrasher, like right? Like, isn't that isn't that enough? Like, isn't that I don't know. It's, isn't he kind of like a weird skating legend or something like that? I mean, he like he is good. Like, like whenever I've seen footage of him, like he knows how to like. He's really good at bowls, I think. So, right. I don't know. He's kind of—I mean, he is kind of just like the average weird SoCal beach bum dude. Like, yeah. There's like a lot of guys like the illusion down here. Like, a whole, yeah. like he's—he's uh, he's just the one who's like—he was smart enough to like capitalize on it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of illusions. Life is an illusion. <laughs> this is Spaceship Earth, man. I don't know where oh, we're going. Oh man. Um. Yeah, that's that's cool though, man. I'm 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 glad I'm glad you found like uh, something that's kind of good for you, and also like you say, you know, you're you're able to kind of do it without putting yourself at risk of COVID. I still skate with a mask on too, and god dang, that now that's that's something to complain about. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like god damn, that's I mean, hard. Like yeah, I mean, it's that, yeah, that was the same when I because I went to I went to one. Like uh, Krav Maga lesson when um when you know the numbers were still pretty low and stuff like uh, you know about a month or so ago a couple of months ago and uh, I was wearing like a proper fucking you know the FFP three mask or whatever because my mum fucking was able to get one from her work and uh, it, like that was uh, that you know people talk about like oh I walk I was walking to the fucking shops and I. I couldn't breathe in my fucking wee fl- flimsy wee surgical mask, and it's like <laughs> that—that's that is you, you can't fucking have that complaint. It's like oh, I was wearing it under my nose, and it still was hard to breathe. It's like oh, you fucking dickhead. That's, um, that's the what's the uh, problem, voice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, people are doing people are saying that, and it's like you, you can't. That's that is nothing. The only time you can actually ever complain about wearing a mask is a if you're in a fucking hospital wearing the same fucking mask for like nine hours or twelve hours, whatever the fucking shift you're working is, or if you're doing an intense martial arts class. <laughs> it's like um, Mo- moving with the masks on was pretty rough, just because we have a, a st- I was just walking up and down stairs carrying boxes. Yeah. I was like, this is like, yeah, like you're a mover. Inten- Fuck in- this! In- like <laughs> in- intense, intense physical activity. Oh, I think I think movers have like long like long since given up on wearing fucking masks yeah like most, like, like most people here have it's like and it's fucking it's horrifying yeah that's really horrifying it's the same here like when <laughs> i'm in my car uh i'll just drive by like crowds of people just yeah, yeah. It, it's so weird i just like 
You told me that just the sight of a bunch of people without covered faces at the beginning of this year would like make my skin crawl. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's literally I feel like it like at the beginning of like a zombie invasion where I'm just like, oh, they're all the goners. <laughs> like, like, I just looked like, at him and I was like, fuck, they're dead. Like, I don't know. My 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 girlfriend went for a walk yesterday and just fucking saw like and she came she came running back because the, like people in the fucking high rise, like not too far from us were, like, throwing fucking fireworks out the window at, like, passers-by and shit like that, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? What's going on? What, how have we fallen apart oh. so fucking bad? Did you see this um, shit here with the Lakers winning the championships and everyone just, like, ran down there, and there was just a bunch of people, like, celebrating with no masks and uh, doing that, 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 that fun American pastime of destroying your city after your team wins? <laughs> It's destroying, it's destroying your city, but this time with added COVID. Yeah, but it's like okay. Yeah, it, 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 it's like, but it's like a, it's like a positive destruction. The weirdest thing. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's let let go of all our material possessions. Sports is more important. Did you see that guy put that orange ball through that net hoop? <laughs> Makes me want to destroy my own car out oh, of joy. Fuck. <laughs> like, it's oh, just like, the fuck. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so uh, we're doomed. It's bad. Everyone's yeah, gonna are, die. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I I I got I got my flu jab actually, um, because you know I just I I thought like I I essentially I have like a history of asthma. Um, so it's you know, and it's it's just one of these things that I've always gotten because it's like you know you don't want to take the fucking risk, and it's especially this year you don't want like the double hit of fucking covid and flu but it's um you know it, it, and it was it like i don't know going into like a pharmacy like and you know i had you know i had like a fucking a, a, a good mask on or whatever but it was like the, the person behind the counter had theirs down below their nose like people were just coming in without the fucking masks the you know uh, like there was a guy sitting you know they, they like so they were still doing like the distance and stuff but it was like um you know, people just everyone was like wearing a mask wrong or not wearing one at all, and I was just like, "This is a fucking pharmacy. What are you doing?" People come in here when they're ill. <laughs> it's like, uh, and then like, so when I went to actually get the 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 injection, it was like they said on the website, you know, uh, so you know, everyone's wearing PPE, and we're doing it by you know, we're doing it by standards of like social distancing and stuff. And I was like, "How the fuck are you going to give a flu jab?" socially distanced it's like it's a it really out, long needle exactly, exactly yeah <laughs> and it, it, as it turns out they just didn't it was just the same as always except they were like you know the person had a mask and a visor thankfully and they wore gloves and shit but it was like uh, i guess this is just and the, the only difference was they left the door slightly open for ventilation or something it's like um but yeah so i don't know it's just freaking wild out there it's People are fucking insane. <laughs> I got a uh, COVID um, tested again. Uh, yeah, just because like it'd been like I think five months since I did last time. I get nervous. Right. It's like also now the season when I usually get colds every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I didn't want to. Like I've had kind of like a stuffy nose last few days. I was like, uh, oh, Ben, you know, hope it's not COVID. Yeah. Although I don't like. I honestly don't know where I stand about the fear of myself getting it. It's like more about like the spreading it. Like yeah. I, I like I don't. Yeah, totally. I'm not too worried about like my health. Should I get it? You know what I mean? It's like 
Like, but not to say I'm going out there and getting ISIS. Like that's that's not the thing that freaks me out. It's more like passing it on to people who it can't affect. Yeah. Like I live with someone who has fucking asthma and you know yes, stuff exactly, like that. Yeah. I'm like more concerned it's, about my fucking cats getting it. You know, <laughs> like that's yeah, that type yeah, of stuff. yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's it's one of those things where like I you know I would really rather not get it. Like exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like like really rather not because like it's a weird thing of like how fucked up my fucking content creator brain is that I'm like. Man, if I'm out with for two weeks with this, then that's two weeks of fucking videos that I can't voice or whatever. You know, it's like I'm like for fuck's sake, like there's there's more important stuff than the fucking videos. Dang, but, remember um, when it was just about beating that final boss? <laughs> <laughs> what would young gamers say? <laughs> we heard you talking so this bad, way. <laughs> Remember when it was about Liquid Snake? Yeah. Starting the Lays Off on Tariq project. And Remember how you felt when Master Miller took off his glasses? <laughs> and it turned out he was Liquid Snake? That's not a know, spoiler, it's old. I know you're worried about COVID. Yeah. What happened to you, bro? You used to be cool, man. You used to be all about... Having everyone over to gather around and watch that that secret skateboarding mini game with Snake and Red. Man. <laughs> oh man, you used, you used to love that. You used to get everyone around to see the 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 complete prediction of how internet culture would go in Metal Gear Solid Two. And now you're worried about COVID, bro. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. See, that's right. Get get back to the game. Get, yeah, exactly. get, get, get your head in the games. game. Like, let's get back to COVID gaming. That, that was actually, you know, like we were, um, my girlfriend and I were just like discussing the, the other day about like all this shite you see from like people online, and it's like, you know, <laughs> that's, that's and, quite and, a broad you know, topic. <laughs> you know, guys, it, it's just in terms of like the COVID shit, and it's like, um, you know, obviously there's a lot of stuff with COVID that is like, you know, it is very incredibly fucking dangerous and stuff, and like, but. In some ways, more dangerous are these people that are like spreading the fucking weird disinformation about it and stuff. But it's like you know, people coming out with shit like, "Oh, did you know like masks give you pneumonia and shit like that?" It's like, like okay, where did you get that? And it's like, we can cure oh, that. You know, the, I got it from the covidgamer dot com. It's like, <laughs> like or, the, you know, like the covid gamer. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like big big league politics.com or some shit like that is oh aye. people people's sources are what happened to media literacy bring it back um hey do you think i should um i went to taco bell the other day on the way back home from getting coffee and yeah. uh they have like bags that now like say like social distancing on them should i hold on to those you think <laughs> Maybe like a collector's <laughs> item, right? Like all these weird COVID branded things from this era. Like I, I'm thinking, like 20 years from now, like like they'll be like these kids, like, dude, is that like a COVID fucking yeah, exactly. sweater or you know, like whatever. Is, you know, I've I've been looking all this time for a for for a bubonic plague Taco Bell bag. Yeah. Also, can I just say that Taco Bell w- was more on their shit about like social distancing and screens than like the COVID testing from my car was. <laughs> yeah that's see right so so we've we've got a fucking like so so now because the, the all the uni all the universities went back and everyone in fucking halls is now like the halls of residence are now just they're just fucking petri dishes for fucking covid now like 
they set up a they set up a covid test center like about you know a five minute walk from our house and it's like um and and the thing like the guy just standing out there welcoming all these students in had his fucking mask below his nose oh classic what what are you fuck like and that was his only protection that was like he just had a fucking like you're thinking surely the the test center employees should have slightly more like because i don't fucking know it was just like it was absolutely fucking wild to see driving past that just thinking what the fuck this guy <laughs> welcoming all these fucking covid riddled students <laughs> um uh, but yeah like so how, how is it over there because like i i've i've never had a covid test it's um they're, they're like weird over here about like you can only have a test if you have symptoms and stuff um you just drive to but, dodger stadium and you, right. yeah, it's in the the giant. Now it looks like fucking um, I am legend over at Dodger Stadium's parking lot <laughs> because like like the weeds are taking it back and shit. Like uh, <laughs> it's like the Last of Us Part Two. It's 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 ridiculous. It's so weird. And it, it, it honestly, that's like the most Last of Us feeling area I've ever been in in my life because it's just got all these yeah. it's got all these fire trucks that say COVID <laughs> response on them, like brand new stickers and stuff, like. It seems like the. It honestly felt like the beginning of Last of Us, where you're running through and there's guys spray painting, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, what exactly. happens when we die from this? Or, you know, like, what happens when we eat each other? And then, how are we, the government is dumb. And then, yeah, and then, it's, just, it's chaos. No, actually, so the first time it was like jam packed with cars. And you drive up yeah. and you make an appointment too, and you have to come within your window, but. When the first time we went, it was just fucking chaos because there was like two billion fucking cars around the corner. Right. So I was just like, I don't think they're adhering to that schedule. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you get there, you get to this little kiosk, and some lady uh, with a bag on her head, basically. It looked, it looked like a, it looked like a blue plastic bag. I don't really know how to explain it. Uh, uh, hands you like in these big rubber dish gloves. This bag. They try to hand it to you with a claw through the. Uh, the bars on their window. I don't know why they have bars on their window. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't stop COVID. That's what I'm saying. They had like less precautions. Like 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 the Taco Bell window looked like a fucking sneeze buffet sheet. Like it was perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but that was it was just iron bar. <laughs> they just got prisoners. You're afraid to of me? Tests. Like what? I'm not gonna do anything to you, Jesus. Like, but yeah, it's, they, they hand it to you on this claw. But most of the time, they just hand it to you with their hand because they can't usually jam the claw through the iron bars. <laughs> um, and then in that moment, I immediately get super anxious because I feel insanely rushed because they make you drive yeah. while taking the test. I mean, this is a driver what? problem, less for the passenger. <laughs> but like, as I'm driving to like you know not be the guy <laughs> holding up the line, I'm like swabbing my mouth. And then just Tokyo drifting. Yeah, like I'm freaking. I'm just like, man, I don't want to like be that guy holding up. The line. I hate people holding up the line, so I don't want to do it. And then yeah, yeah, I'm like really on myself about that shit. I'd never hold up a line. I'd rather die than hold up a line. Like honestly, <laughs> you'd rather get COVID. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> like I'd hold up a line. Like seriously, it's unheard of. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, yeah, you swap for 20 seconds. You go just kind of nuts in there. They give you this instructional thing, and it basically just explains in the longest way possible like swab every part of your mouth right but it yeah, describes yeah. every part of your mouth in, like vivid detail like yeah i get it. under the tongue <laughs> cheek second cheek you know like, like the four just, areas just, of your mouth french french this swab up down left right yeah all those <laughs> all your favorite um, directions and then you throw it in a little <laughs> thing of liquid i don't know what the fucking liquid is and then you shake it like crazy 
and then you put it in a Ziploc bag, and then you just like on the way out, there's like this blue barrel. It's a trash can, and you just <laughs> toss, chuck it in like you're throwing away garbage. Yeah, like, and you take Man, off, and then a day later, you get a text going, "Here's your COVID results," and you shit your pants because they don't tell you in the text message. Oh yeah, you have and, to go to like a link or something. Yeah, I tell you, there's nothing like the rush of clicking that link in the. Point five seconds it takes to be like that in that moment like you're high like like oh fuck and then I, remember, yeah, it was, I think it was the i think it was the mega 64 podcast where the um it was like their their editor was johnny or something um they they they, they had a bit where they revealed his covid test results to him <laughs> and it was uh and they, they kept him on tenor hooks because uh because they were like it's inconclusive it's inconclusive <laughs> like, what, what? <laughs> They've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be the best thing. <laughs> oh, Christ. Um, but but uh, yeah. Uh, the the second time yeah. I went, though, it was like the complete opposite. Like, there was fucking nobody there getting tested. Like, oh, I, dro- really? I drove like the entire like the entire time. The first time I was stopped, stuck in there, I just went... Just like zipped all the way up like a fucking racetrack. And... <laughs> It was done. We were done like three fucking minutes. Like it took like five times as long to just drive there than it took being there. <laughs> like, see, that, that, that was the thing about like, so, so, um, you know, it, back, like, there was a period of time, like a few months ago, where like Scotland was basically on the verge, like, of kind of eliminating it to us. You know, you, like, you, you obviously can't eliminate a virus, like, or you, you can, but it's ex- exceedingly rare. Like, it's almost at the. It's almost, I think it's only happened like once. It was like polio or something. Like that. I, can't, I can't even fucking remember. Um, but it was, um, you know, we were, we were on the verge of like having like basically zero incidences, it, 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 incidents with it or whatever. And um, and and so, and so at that time, like we had like we built up all this testing capacity, and all the journalists were like hounding fucking Nicholas Sturgeon, uh, the 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 leader of the SM, the leader of the SNP, and uh, the first minister of Scotland. Um, kind of being like oh you're not using any of the testing capacity and it's like well the reason well you still want it to be built up like you still want the capacity there for when we get to this point and it fucking surges back and it's like ugh, i don't know it's like these people would just want fucking like the, the exact amount of testing that you need at any given point and it's like that's not how this works <laughs> it's, it's like uh uh, I don't know. It, 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 it just everything about this stuff is just fucking infuriating and aggravating and nerve wracking and horrible. So I'm going to suggest that we actually maybe pivot to talking about games. That's what I do when when I when the COVID thoughts start creeping in. I shove my face yeah. into that blue screen. I, I thought you were about to say yeah. that blue bin there. And, it's like and the, I shove my face in that blue bin and I take a big old breath. <laughs> oh god um but yeah come come shove your face into the big blue bin of games with us uh, on the right on games cast that's the new Uh, segment the big blue bin (laughs) i guess this is just the the normal game segment actually yeah (laughs) take the test are you a gamer um one of these is positive and the rest are negative which is which (laughs) let's go bobbing for covid tests (laughs) Biting on the Ziploc bag of used swabs. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But, yeah. 
Aye, so <laughs> I guess I've been playing Mafia Definitive Edition. Oh, sh- yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, how's, yeah, so... <laughs> how's being in the Mafia? Uh, it's so good. It's, it, like, it is... Um, so, so like the, the weird thing is that, um, like, so I I kind of played a bit of Mafia One in the in the lead up to this, and you know, like the original Mafia One that came out in like two thousand and two, and it's fucking rough. Like it's it's um, it's uh, a, a lot of polish went into that game going into Mafia Two, or like you know that kind of framework of like the the idea that like. So like Mafia Two was kind of like this this whole you you don't get to take over like an open world like you do in other open world crime games. It's like you basically you get a call, you go and do your job for the day, and then you return and heal your wounds and go to bed, and then wake up and do it again the next day. It's like it's, it's a really like linear game set within this ostensibly open environment, um, and I kind of loved that. The, the the mechanics of that fed into this thematic thing of like the the protagonist of that game Vito he is getting set up as like hey you could you can have the high life if you want but you're like the further he gets towards that he's kept further and further back by the higher ups who are like like basically the higher he climbs the ladder the more he has to look over his shoulder and stuff like that and um so like I, I I like that is what defines mafia to me, and that's the kind of stuff that you kind of see in the original, but it's just too clumsily delivered and everything uh, to really make sense in 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 that regard. Um, Twenty years old or something? Yeah, it's like two thousand and two, so it's Holy eighteen shit. years old now. It's it's wild. Yeah, <laughs> mafia two could drink era of video games. Yeah, like that is yeah, yeah, radically yeah. different from like, today. Holy shit. The way I describe it in the video is that, like, trying to get to grips with, like, the controls of that game, like, years back, was akin to, like, my frustration with the tutorial of the original Driver, if that makes sense. Like, it was just, they just dropped you right into this fucking thing of, like, so the, the first mission is you're basically a taxi driver and two gangsters run towards your car after getting into a shootout and they're like you take us take us away from here get away from these fuckers and uh and you have to like drive away and lose the tail of these people chasing after you and it's like not only are the controls kind of weird because it's a 2002 pc game like um you know these cars are fucking slow as shit (laughs) like um and and they're unwieldy and everything so it's just like it, it and and you can be around like several. You can go around several corners. They couldn't possibly know where you were, but they still have your tail. It's like fucking. How do I lose these guys? So it's, yeah, it's, it's and and that kind of thing continues where it's just like you know you take part in the slowest fucking chase sequences ever. The the you are ridiculously fragile in the sense that you only take a few bullets to go down, but there's no cover system or anything. So you're basically just kind of like trying to like just edge out behind a wall just enough that you can clip a person's clothing or something like that where you're shooting. The melee combat, which you're forced to do frequently, is ridiculously bad. It's, you know, you're just swinging your bat around wildly and you're hitting your your ally more than you're hitting the fucking enemies you get 
boots, you get pulled over by the cops if you skip a red light and all that kind of shit. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's like a rough game to play. It, and and there's, there's like a kind, there's a pretty ambitious story behind it, but it's like, it, it's pretty clumsily delivered <laughs> in, in that sense. It's like, it, you know, the, 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 the standards for like voice acting had not been established at that point. Um, so it's still kind of like, very robotic uh, tommy i need you to go pick up this crate of liquor and, and all that kind of stuff and, and <laughs> tommy's like there's no fun italian <laughs> stereotype voices yeah so uh, that's the thing it's like you know you'd expect like hey you know capiche come on what's the what's the matter with you you know it's i'm walking here um but instead it's very much like hey i'm walking here what's the matter with you you know it's like <laughs> <laughs> hey i am walking here yeah yeah it's, it's it's like super kind of like that's almost better like like monotone yeah, yeah kind of it's, it's, it's yeah uh that, hey there that, buddy i'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse <laughs> i'm just trying to walk across this road here um, please get out of my way <laughs> uh but yeah so it's it, like that uh Right, so so the voice acting is really stilted the the way the scenes are framed is like people that are trying to go for like hey we're going for really cool cinematography here but it ends up in hindsight looking very like awkward cuts and stuff and the way the camera swings about it's it's it's, it's, it's a very awkward game but it's it's ambitious on a level that very few games were at the time um in terms of its like themes and stuff definitive edition like Definitive Edition, like, sh- it's, it's, it's not just, like, a remaster or, like, a remake. It's, like, a complete overhaul to the point that, like, they're changing the way that certain scenes were framed so that it could, like... It, it's a weird thing because it's, like, you, you, it's a very different beast to the original Mafia, but it feels like it taps into that identity of the game and that potential like in a way that the like that first game was really going for like it fully realizes that potential um like the 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 first example of it is so like the framing device for the entire game of the original mafia is that it starts off like after the fact like after all the events have happened and it's like you like in the original mafia you're walking across town to meet this detective in a cafe and you're going to confess to him all this stuff in the hope of like protecting your family against you know what you assume to be his former employers and here like and and it kind of plays out as this really robotic transactional exchange of like um you know hey you are you can you protect my family for i will tell you everything you need to know about the mafia and it's like hey i i will uh i can't promise anything but i will try my best and stuff <laughs> whereas here they frame it where the detective is meeting tommy in the in the cafe like the protagonist called tommy um so, and it changes the, the like it's a very simple change but it suddenly changes from just this guy walking to meet a detective to like the detective beleaguerdly like walking across town to chase up a lead that he's not sure is anything really and he meets the guy in the cafe that's just this nervous wreck like fucking chain smoking and like the cafe is no longer just like a meeting place for them it's it's like the only place that tommy feels safe like he's very on edge and stuff like 
that doesn't happen if it's Tommy walking across town, if that makes sense. Like, if it was Tommy walking across town, then, you know, like, in, in the definitive edition, you don't know how long Tommy's been there. You don't know how long he's been, like, just kind of, like, looking over his shoulder and stuff. And it it, it changes the whole dynamic of the scene in a way that's, like, really fucking, like, tense and, like, energetic. It's It's... it's and it's and, and the game is like filled with that kind of thing where it's just like slight changes to the way that scenes are framed that that might not make for the most like faithful retelling of Matthew's story, but it, like in a way actually end up like it's 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 the definitive edition is it's the definitive way to play Mafia because the original game had all this potential that it couldn't fully realize because none of the standards of like open world design or even like narrative in games had really been established at that point. Um, whereas the definitive edition has like an understanding of like where the series strengths were and like how they developed in like mafia two, um, and how they were absolutely squandered in mafia three, which which is another interesting thing. This is actually made by the developers of Mafia Three. <laughs> like, um, oh yeah, I so, mean, yeah, the graphics and stuff, like the way the way those cutscenes look when I look at the previews, like, yeah. Uh, yeah I was gonna yeah. ask actually, do they like do any kind of nods towards Mafia Three? Like, oh, no. I hope I don't meet a guy named Lincoln one day. You know, like, <laughs> like, anything like. like Mafia Three might as well not have happened, or, or, or well, obviously this is set like yeah, like, like but like it, it's before, got some characters like, that pop up in Mafia. Like they don't they don't try to like, uh, like put some seeds of Mafia Three in there to like connect them more or any like. There's no, they don't George Lucas it, you know, with the yeah. They don't put they, Hayden like, Christensen they, they, in there. No, no, no. There's there's nothing like that. Like Mafia Three might as well like not exist in 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 the world as of like definitive edition. Uh, yes exactly and it's like the, the the thing is like i kind of mentioned this in the video i'm doing where it's like you know it, it, it's it's like mafia 3 was essentially kind of it was trying to kind of critique like racism and stuff like that which is like a very noble endeavor like i respect them for for for, for doing it and obviously yes like i'm going you know on a fundamental level i agree with that game's like anti-racist sentiment like but the way that they foregrounded that was so superficial in 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 the kind of like mafia has always like very directly tied its themes of like you know like a critique of like the american dream and like the fallacy of it very directly to your mechanics and the mission design where it's like you know you've been you've been sold a bill of goods here like you can't achieve what other games have told you you can achieve here like you can't just kill your way to the top here like you are very much a cog in this machine that you can never ascend to the top of um whereas mafia 3 was like you know yes you had that kind of potentially interesting thing where the cops like would always be looking at you specifically because you were the black guy um but like but the thing is like the the actual missions that you were doing in that game it was total just like kill this guy to to get this territory and kill this guy to get this territory like gears and, of war yeah it was like gears of war meets like the most generic fucking like ubisoft open world that you could imagine it was it was fucking crap it was like so fucking bad and it's like 
that that kind of mission design really under undercuts that anti-racist sentiment because because there's nothing holding Lincoln Clay back. He is he is a fucking powerhouse in that game, and it's like so he can just kind of like there was a very prescribed open world checklist route to him getting his revenge and like and and taking whatever he wants and the cops in that regard are zero fucking threat. Like so it doesn't matter that they're watching him like. Lincoln can just fucking kill them all and like and and there's zero kind of consequence for it or like zero you know like there, there's nothing that there's nothing of any consequence that happens in your moment-to-moment action in that game whereas like definitive edition of mafia highlights this really well is this feeling that you can't get out of your situation there's no like one enemy in the game it's a really weird thing because like the game like largely has the protagonist of this rival mob boss like they set him up as the antagonist but like you you barely ever see him like the threat of the original mafia games like mafia one and two was like way more like existential than that it was like you know it's almost kind of like red dead-esque in the way that um you know it's it's less about you know conquering any one enemy like linking clay's rampages were all in service of a fucking taking over the city and b getting his revenge and it's like you know he can do that readily like there's nothing really getting in his way in terms of that like it's it's a very easy task to do if you just follow the open world checklist whereas like in mafia mafia one and it's certainly in definitive edition like the enemy is like like so that's the thing about mafia definitive edition is that it really the the changes that it makes to the story like really highlight the time period so like the enemy in mafia in mafia definitive edition is like it's the end of it's it's prohibition and the end of it and it's like the great depression (laughs) it's like you know um and, and it's like a resistance to the kind of changing of the times and all this stuff that's out with your control, um, like, you know, your your mob boss, like, so the, the way I describe it is that, like, if Mafia 2 had you kind of chasing, like, this idea of the high life, um, or, you know, on, on the path towards it that you were vehemently denied from accessing, Mafia 1 and Definitive Edition really kind of highlight the fact that that high life never really existed in the first place is, um, you know, your organization is kind of framed more as just a struggling business in a world of struggling businesses within the Great Depression. Um, and it's like, you know, the, the the rival mob boss, it's, you kind of always get the feeling that, okay, if he goes, then there's just going to be something else that like you know he is not the 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 root cause of all these problems nor is getting rid of him the solution it's like it's way more fundamental and like systematic in that sense and it's like you never gain any more control over the city really like as a player um yeah it's, it's just this like weird fucking thing where like and and to bolster that you have all these mechanics where it's like no, you can't go, like, super fast, like, no, the police would fucking catch you for speeding, like, you know, like, you put on your speed limiter and you go the fucking speed limit, and the cars you're controlling are very clunky, very slow things, and you are just a human being, so it's not like you can take a whole 
like clip of fucking machine gun fire like you're gonna go fucking down if you don't take some cover and be really careful in how you proceed like it really kind of places you in this time period of like things don't work in this time period the way they did the way they do in like other open world crime games um so it's like it's constantly just hammering this thing home to you of like you cannot progress in this in this world because the world is fucked (laughs) it's like um and like and that ends up like really informing the story of of tommy and how he like progresses as like through the life of the gangster and gets to the point where he's now having to confess to this detective because he's at the end of his rope and he's super desperate to like provide any protection for his family and stuff so yeah it's it's like it's it's a fascinating story like incredibly told like the the one thing that i mean the thing is like on a gameplay level it ends up playing like not it, like it's, it's not it's not like an incredible game to play in the sense that if you're if you're going into this looking for like third person action shooter or whatever you're going to be disappointed because a lot of this game is driving from place to place across the city and then once you get there you might do like a functional like cover based shootout or something like that but it's nothing to like, the action isn't anything to write home about but the thing that like dates it beyond any of that is the is the fact that like the story still tries to sell tommy as like this moralistic dude like in the original it was very much like hey i'm not i'm not i'm not going to kill you because you're a woman and that would be wrong or something like that you know and it's like they, they do the same here like they keep that aspect of tommy's character where he will like he'll be coming up like he'll be pointing the the trick he'll be pointing his gun at someone and like and uh you know he'll he'll, his his finger will be shivering over the trigger and stuff and i'm just thinking i just played a mission where i killed like dozens of cops to get here like why is this causing you any concern like you know the driving allowed me to like run over a bunch of pedestrians and because it wasn't in front of the cops i didn't get stopped for it or anything or like you know I, i could like outrun the cops after they got called by a civilian so it's like you know, it, it, I I don't think that tonal inconsistency is necessarily like a deal breaker for me, but it's like the games the game like goes to such lengths to really make every interaction super important to the point that that stuff like sticks out as like oh yes this this is a remake of a game from fucking two thousand and two where that shit wasn't even thought about you know it's it, like so that's that's the kind of the 2002 remnants of it but outside of that it's like you have like newspaper pickups now that kind of talk about the rise of fucking hitler and stuff and you're like oh shit yeah this was a really fucked up time and um you know like you you pick up like it's or you know they've changed it so that it it, like basically everything that was really awkward and um you know like unwieldy about the first game has been shifted here to make it fit within a narrative make it fit within a, a a kind of a narrative like a coherent narrative better like there's a weird fucking sex scene in the first game that's like <laughs> totally out of place and you're just like what the fuck is going on here yeah, that's 2002 and yeah exactly yeah well yeah that's the thing but it's like that's the kind of shit that they changed where it's like okay well 
this love interest was in the 2002 game and it was kind of weirdly vestigial like it didn't really actually contribute that much but we can actually make that work here if we like take out the the sex scenes and all that stuff and actually just make it quite a kind of passionless endeavor where you know it's it's because it because it brings it back to the to the the idea that tommy is telling this story to a cop and you think well he's not going to say to the cop and yes i I walked my girlfriend home and we had sex and like you know like that's that's not going to happen it's like you know he's he's ratting out his former partners but he's not he's not suddenly like pals with the cops either like he's not going to tell them every little detail in case they maybe don't protect his family or something so like they, they kind of take this stuff and they make it they make it work so that it starts you you start to kind of question the wider implications of like how tommy got to the point that he was at where he went to the cops in the first place and like and it kind of leaves enough room like it basically really establishes this time as you know one of great kind of you know it was it was incredibly tumultuous and stuff but so it establishes that context without beating you over the head with it which is a very very thin like thin line to walk and they really do it incredibly well like the original played like a weird janky fucking 1930s gangster simulator where the story kind of seemed like a byproduct of it whereas this is like okay we can we can like maybe maybe you don't need to do fucking five laps in this weird janky racing mission you can do like three instead and you can still get the point of like what this is trying to say about the wider world in which you're playing so it's it's like it still has those kind of more like difficult to engage with aspects of of gameplay that the original had but it's like it's using them to like as an a, a, to, to like build atmosphere like it's really trying to like immerse you in this world in a way that like very few other crime games have ever really done like the only one i can really think of is like yakuza like it's, it's weird to can compare like such a wacky series like yakuza to such a like you know stoic understated series like mafia but um that's kind of the you know both are very much focused on like we're trying to place you very directly in these characters. We're not trying to provide you the most open of environments or whatever. It's just, it's all about like providing you mechanics that, that contribute to your understanding of these characters. Um, and yeah, like definitive edition, it does that incredibly well. And it's like, it's probably up there as like one of my games of the year so far. Um, and it's the biggest redemption arc from Mafia 3. It's like, like, holy fucking shit, that game was terrible, and they ended up probably making the best Mafia game after that. So, I don't know. But, yeah. You keep forgetting uh, to play it, that game. I've had that wish listed for, like, a minute, and I need to check that out. Like, it, I, I, I would highly recommend you play it just so you can see what mafia is like when it's actually good because uh, did you play it did you play any mafia games outside of mafia 3 nope mafia 3 was my first mafia i guess by default it's my favorite mafia yeah yeah <laughs> yeah mafia sucks because mafia 3 is your favorite yeah. <laughs> um i would really recommend you try it because it's it, like it there it takes a bit of like getting used to like the open world approach that it's going for but it really shows you that 
like mafia 3 was a fucking terrible game like it was really fucking bad um because this kind of conveys a conveys a vibe like like it, it it's it's a more restrictive open world than Mafia 3's was, but it tells a, a infinitely more compelling story with it than because it's not just like Lincoln Clay was this, I thought he was this, and then he turned out to be this, and it was scary. You know, didn't know like, what he'd do next. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's 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 aye. Oh god, Mafia Three fucking sucked. Oh, so bad. That's like that's actually like maybe like the most disappointing game I ever played. <laughs> it, like um, I remember th- th- that that was that was a game that when we did game of the year in two thousand and sixteen, our first game of the year actually, it was like that one worst game and most disappointing game because <laughs> it was just such a fucking mess on every single fucking level. Um, I've been thinking about game of the year. This like actually weirdly. <laughs> Um, I, I'm I'm putting together my list now of like <laughs> games I've played and like trying to get some kind of rough ordering. Have you been thinking about any of that? Yeah, but it's gonna be a fucking wild one because like I just oh it won't be wild, but it's just like this is a very this is gonna be a weird list. Yeah, like the thing being that like I I was putting the list together of games I played this year that came out, and I was thinking I I went into it thinking oh, this is obviously going to be, like, a really short list because fucking COVID. And, you know, it's probably shorter than than previous years, but there's still a lot that came out this year and a lot of, like, extremely varied stuff. Like, I have a feeling that this year Game of the Year lists are going to vary incredibly wildly between, like... Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, in 2018, you had fucking everyone's top of the list was fucking God of War. 2017, it was Breath of the Wild. This year, you'll probably have Cyberpunk, like, topping the lists and everything. But, like, I'm looking at my fucking top five right now, and I'm thinking, like, this is this is weird. <laughs> this is, like, people are going to look at this and be angry at me for some fucking reason. But, um, I don't know. A lot of my favorite uh, stuff uh, has been, like, Shit like Persona Four <laughs> coming out. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, it just feels weird thinking that Tony Hawk <laughs> One and Two might be like the greatest game I've played all year. Oh yeah, yeah. But, like that's just, like I, you know what that counts though because that that is not like it's not like a repackaging of two old games. It's like I, that, yeah, that's a yeah. new Tony Hawk game. Let's be fucking real. Like, like it, it feels yeah, it's, like, it's like yeah. Like the only things that really remained are are like. The, the game feel and the levels like yeah, the, like the geometry is the same i assume on the levels probably a little bit of fixing here and there but yeah 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 and they put yeah, the young definitely. kids like, that i don't know in there like i don't know any of the new people but that's fine right like that's what you want to have a tony hawk all these new pros yeah and they took out bam <laughs> it's, that's yeah. i mean why is he I, mi- I, I, so, I think so we I said this I'm, last time why is he missing from the thug poster <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've been um I've been what I've been watching a lot of fucking Jackass lately, like the Jackass movies. Nice, never bad. They're so fucking good. Yeah, they're so good. They're eternally great. So, movies. <laughs> so fucking funny. Like, and the thing is, it's actually been like kind of you know not to go on yet another like what my girlfriend and I have been watching, but it's like I I, I like we actually watched we actually watched Jackass three point five last night. <laughs> 
um <laughs> because, like you know because they always did that thing where it was like they, they put out jackass 2 and then it would be jackass 2.5 which was kind of the deleted scenes but there, there's a really like can i pro tip here real quick if you ever get a tattoo and they ask like if you want to watch something watch the 0.5 jackass movies it is possibly <laughs> one of the best things to get tattooed to it's very like distracting that's all continue <laughs> sorry uh yeah it's like um yeah like the, the so uh like the 2.5 films are really interesting because or like the 0.5 films rather um are interesting because like some of the some of the most interesting parts of jackass are the 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 scenes like the scenes that play out where it's just it'll fade in a very quick thing will happen and it'll be super dumb and it'll fade right back out and you get no context for it or anything two point like you know put 2.5 3.5 did they do a 1.5 i can't even remember like but the the 0.5 films are like are great because they go into like the context of it, and it like it, they go the opposite way where they give you like context for fucking everything and it's like you know it's it's really interesting hearing the context for for scenes that are like they had like a really good idea but it didn't end up playing out well on camera like the, the and uh the one that really stands out in that regard is um the, the one where the, like they they set up like a pole in the in in between two people and they essentially ran at it with, like, each of them holding a pole, like, horizontally, so they were running into this, like, solid pole holding a thing of wood, and essentially, like, clotheslining themselves when they, when they crashed into it, and it's like this, and it's this horrible fucking thing where, like, they are hurting themselves probably more than, like, Johnny Knoxville, like, slices his fucking hand open, it's, like, brutal, like, how, how badly these guys are hurting themselves, but, doesn't work on camera like it's you know you have like steve-o and pontius sitting to the side like kind of giggling at the fact that like this does not look as good as it as, it, as the idea was yeah. and they're hurting themselves so badly to do it it's like it's, it's like kind of fascinating um and it's it, it, like yeah I, I i don't know it's it's but it's also still like really fun to just watch the kind of behind the scenes stuff it, like the, the 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 stuff where they're like pranking the the um like the production i can't remember what like what her role is but she's like one of the production people um in the office and she gets like scared really easily so like they start off with johnny kind of get getting like a tape measure and like crinkling it all up and throwing it in and like it sounded like some kind of like rattlesnake or looking like a snake or something and she gets like really freaked out and it cuts to (laughs) johnny knoxville and ryan dunn outside the office like whispering like yeah, we hooked up a triple train horn <laughs> to, to go off in her office. <laughs> it just cuts to her just working away, and you just hear. <laughs> She's like fucking freaking out. It's so fucking good. Um, but yeah, it's it's like that kind of thing is 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 really great, and it's it like you watch it and you start to notice things like, oh yeah, like they, they they're like there's a reason that whenever you see them just kind of hanging out they're all just covering their balls with one hand because and you start to notice it in all the scene like every single scene in the movie like there'll be someone kind of fucking like covering their covering their balls with their hand because it's because they just constantly go for the fucking nut shots um and yeah it's it's, it's just it's, it's fantastic stuff it's like it's, it gives you a real like sense of context like you know 
as much as some of the best scenes in Jackass had no context whatsoever and they were all the more fascinating for it, sometimes the context on, like, getting so much context on this really pointless shit is, is like, is really great. And it kind of highlights Johnny Knoxville. Like, Johnny Knoxville is less fucking, like, YouTube prankster or, like, trying to hurt his buddies. Like, he's not, he's, he's not, like, a sadist in that regard. He's actually more of a kind of, like, buster keaton fucking slapstick guy like he just he he, like almost kind of like jackie chan or something like that where it's like here's a really good idea for a stunt and it'll probably really suck and (laughs) uh, but it will look really funny when we do it if we get it right and that will take like hundreds and hundreds of attempts at this like they close out 3.5 with this series of like ridiculous nut shots where they're like hitting a hitting a basketball with a baseball bat from like you know hundreds you know like hundreds of yards away and it's one of these things where you're like where they're like oh yeah we went through like 300 basketballs trying to get this fucking thing right but when you did it it was so good and like there's bits where like they're like johnny knoxville will be flying on a plane and throwing a fucking basketball out and it'll hit fucking pontius in the nuts and it's so funny, and it still somehow ended up in the fucking deleted scenes. <laughs> it's like there's, there's, it's just, it's, it's great on so many different fucking levels. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's my fucking jackass minute. I, that I probably needs just to be in every episode. I, I probably get into like a pit of just watching miscellaneous jackass clips once a week on YouTube. And yes, yeah, yeah, it's very yeah, easy yeah. to fall into that. I, I probably watch the soup uh, with the big. Uh, hand with the flower <laughs> clip like probably every time I do that I always, I always make a stop there because you can't beat that one he fell for the soup he fell for the soup the classic line it's just everything about that's fucking hilarious uh, oh god it's so good I, I love the failed finale of the first Jackass movie that yes, is like yeah. that it's supposed to be like that kind of weird contraptions like and they each launch it off by crashing in the shit and all of them basically fuck it up and <laughs> yeah, ends yeah. with Rip Taylor in the boat, and then <laughs> <laughs> and oh, they, they they have this fascination with making Stevo like just jump into like biohazard waste in the earlier things. <laughs> I've noticed like 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 oh, we're just gonna make Stevo jump in this tank full of water from like a nasty pond and human remains. Like how do they even? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> like, it's so, this is horrifying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it really is really bad like organs in there and shit like what the fuck are they doing to this man <laughs> oh uh, man the uh I, I always get recommended the one where i think it's ryan dunn and steve-o like playing trumpets at a ram yeah, and yeah. then just getting headbutted <laughs> and it's kind of like just like what it's just like such a dumb idea and it's so dumb but there's just this one moment where it all comes together in this one perfect shot where like Ryan Dunn's just getting massacred by this ram constantly hitting him, and Steve-O <laughs> just runs up in the full parade gear and just plays this horrible trumpet note. And it just aligns <laughs> to make, like, one of the most beautiful shots in all of cinema, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, this is, like, the thing is, like, those, those films are, are like, it is, it is exactly what you want from, like, okay, we're gonna give the jackass guys a bunch of money yeah. Like that and and that's what that's what you want for like those films are exactly the logical conclusion of that that thesis and it's and it's perfect. 
Like, th- those films are, like, legitimately some of my favorite films ever made. Like, I'm not even exaggerating there. Like, um... What do you, it, what do you think like, about the, four next year? Four? Is, oh, wait, shit, yeah, that's happening, it up, it? It's got a 2021 date. Uh, they've apparently been filming it since, like, last year. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I remember that. Hey, Margera's, like, oh, confirmed man. it, I'm pretty sure. Steve-O is, like, yeah, active as hell. Movie. I'm sure he's doing it. Steve-O's, like, doing uh, insanely Jack- well, but it's, like, hilarious how good Steve-O's doing now. Yeah, yeah, Like, him yeah. and Tony he, Hawk are, like, like doing some joint, like, charity thing right now together, and his YouTube yeah. channel's just, like, kicking ass. It's, like, it's, 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 you'd have told me that was the most, gonna be, like, one of the most successful guys out of that entire crew. It would have not been Steve-O, I would have guessed. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, well, the thing is, it's, like, yeah, well, it's always kind of, like, a shift, because it's, Bam started out as the most successful of those guys. And ended up kind of like the biggest mess. <laughs> like there, there was there was a really great podcast series that um what's his fucking uh, Rab himself yeah. was doing where he was just interviewing all this all the kind of stars of Jackass and it was like like some of them were still acting and stuff but a lot of them were like you know Raekwon is like a scientist yeah he's like <laughs> and, what is he a chemist or something is this some random yeah. job yeah and it's it's really fucking weird and like you know. It's it's a really like um I'll try, I'll try, what's the fucking podcast called uh uh is a bathroom break podcast and it's like you can just go and see him like interview a bunch of the jackass guys like years later and it's because you kind of realize like you know they were really big back then like you know huge like when jackass three came out that was like one of the biggest fucking releases like yeah. you know of that year oh, and even, everything even two was like. Yeah, fucking Jackass event. was yeah, Jackass was fucking like massive, and it's it, it's weird that it's been so like it's been that many years since then that like Jackass wouldn't work now. You know, like if you released that now, people would people would be like, oh, I don't know about this. You know, it's like it's, um, it is very like, ahead of its time in terms of like YouTube and shit, and like what was funny on the internet and stuff. Like, yes, it was yeah. In some weird way, they they're, they're probably influenced like the modern online video by some weird. You can trace it back. I don't know. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, like we, yeah, it's... I'm Wee Man. This is a big cone. That's a video that would be out like today, man. Some <laughs> random YouTuber. That's great. That's that's good shit. I don't care who you are. Oh man, <laughs> that's another thing that was great about like uh, three point five when it's like you you have so many skits that are set up and you're and you're thinking like this okay this seems like a bit of a crap bit and then it's like johnny's like oh yeah this this bit is just a setup for this other bit where it's like so there's a there's the one where it's like um oh we've set up this kind of slip and slide thing and this guy's dressed up as a fucking bowling ball and the rest of them are dressed up as pins and we've covered the thing in in lube or whatever and he's gonna come down this slide and bowl them like pins and you're like that seems really fucking boring, and then it happens, and it looks really fucking boring. But then, <laughs> it was just an excuse for Johnny to get them all on a slippery surface, <laughs> so he could get this helicopter that's equipped with paintball guns. <laughs> it's like, like that's the really like interesting stuff. Where it's like it, it, the the skit is a setup for another skit. Um, what was the other one? There was another one that was like really. Um, I mean, there's there's like obviously there's the one where, um. Th- the guys think the guys get in a limo and they think they're going to this photo shoot, but that was just an excuse the, to get them in a limo the so they bees. could lock the door, fill it with fucking bees. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
that's like one of my favorite skits of all time. That would be one it's of the so most good. horrifying things if that ever happened to you. Too. If you just imagine getting in a car, then the, the just like <laughs> it stops, and everything gets locked. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, and the thing is, because they just they, they just mention it, the fact that Dave England has been holding in a shit for so long. He's like <laughs> on the verge of shit. That. <laughs> that, he is like, he <laughs> talks about it in the podcast that he is like some fucking projectile shitter. Like he can just fucking like do it on command and stuff. Yeah. Dave England's a fucking weirdo, <laughs> man. It's like fucking insane. <laughs> How do you learn yeah. that ability there has to be a day when you're just like hanging out at home and you figure it out like i can shit on command it's not just something that happens one day like you build to that or like uh, uh but yeah it turns out uh, there, there was yeah another great bit in in 3.5 was when like because it turns out that he was actually like one of the worst drunks of the bunch like when you know they go to a bar and he would just be like a total fucking asshole like just smashing people's drinks out of their hands and stuff oh, and so they set him up as like the main stunt guy for the next day and so he has to do this stunt where he jumps off a horse and tries to parachute off for like and they, they, they're like ah oh, you know maybe we do like onto like this cold hard ground and stuff and they're like yeah, maybe we do that uh, about 10 more times just so he has to do it over and over again massively hung over <laughs> just as payback for the shit for me to shit heal the best fucking moment in that film they're at the premiere and Johnny Knoxville's talking about how um you know, he's he's like, oh, I was, you know, I was getting on stage and I was kind of, you know, choking up, like talking about the the guys and and how you know how far we'd come and everything. And then they start playing a film on on the screen, and it's <laughs> it's Ryan, Ryan Dunn and Bam Margera, like Johnny Knoxville had been using this prescription lotion, like sun lotion and stuff, for months. And the film is just them having stolen that lotion out of his car. <laughs> And filling it with horse cum. Oh, <laughs> it just cuts to Johnny Knoxville rubbing this lotion on his face. And you see Johnny in the audience and he is killing himself laughing. Because it's like, he's like, it's been that way for months. He's just been rubbing horse cum on his face for months. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. God. It's, oh, uh, like it's it's the kind of thing where like you, you couldn't be in a friendship like that like that would be I, I that, would have like, an, like an actual nervous mental breakdown if I was friends with yeah. those people like I would... that, that like I, that, <laughs> I, I I couldn't I couldn't be in that environment like it would be horrible Just it would be so fucking those horrible. reoccurring pranks like the rocky or the the black mamba or like the, the clippers <laughs> yeah. or just anything just like it should make me go insane after oh god and, and and again, you see that in the fucking behind the scenes stuff where sometimes it just gets like too much and like, you know, fucking Bam and Danger Aaron will just get in a fucking fight. I feel like every <laughs> movie there's behind the scenes footage of Bam Margera having like an absolute just like, I'm fucking done forever. <laughs> Bam Margera has a weird amount of skits that he suggests where it's like, wouldn't it be funny if we like shoved a dildo up my ass? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's, like, like you know, it, there, there's so many skits between like two and three and 3.5 where it's like and, and they're, they're they're very funny skits don't get me wrong including like one of the most underrated parts about the series is Chris, is Chris Pontius 
like pontificating to, to camera in a very stoic way there's the bit where it's like <laughs> like bad margera has set up this like you know the hammer thing that you do uh like a fair where it's like test your strength kind of thing where you it's like you hit the mallet and the, it, the thing goes up the the slide and bam did it where it's like what if we attached a dildo to that and had his arse at the top <laughs> <laughs> and this starts with Chris Pontius dressed as a strong man going <laughs> it's like something like today's question is it wrong to be strong <laughs> yeah. he he might have like the greatest set of like one liners he always comes out with just some fucking gold and it's just like oh my god <laughs> for some reason is it wrong to be strong is just so fucking funny to me that dude is, like, that guy's just, like, another level of just, like, not giving a shit. Like, you ever just see, like, the unused uh, party boy clips where he's basically just getting, like, a mob of people beating the shit out of him? Like, yeah, yeah. And he just keeps doing it? Like, he just, <laughs> he does not stand down even though he's literally getting, like, kicked by four different people at once. Like, oh, man, it's so fucking funny. It's, it's like, it, the amount of things where it's, like, he will just get, he'll he'll, like, put his dick in a fucking costume or something like that it's it's oh it's fantastic it's 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 like just so fucking funny like it's it's it, genuinely like i i haven't laughed at films like that like, like a film like i did with the jackass films revisiting them recently in a long fucking time it's so fucking good um is there like a giant disgusting jackass box set that's the thing I would love. To like, yeah, just, like on a physical chunky thing of, give me the whole. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. God, it's been like ages since I've sat down and watched like actual episodes of like the TV show. Like, yeah, like, you know, it's always like clips now. But, like, like I couldn't tell you like what episode was which. Like, like no, it'd no. be kind of neat to well, like so, sit down and actually yeah. watch the series again because like it's been ages. But yeah, so so I actually I bought the the series on Amazon because they're selling them on Prime, like it, it, as you know as a digital thing. Okay. Um, the problem is there that like they never like remastered them or anything. Like it's all just still that four by three. Yeah, it just like, like this, is, this looks like shitty skate well, footage from the nineties. Yeah, yeah, kind of because it was all shot I, by the people making those videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, it, and, and in a way that's that's its charm there's a lot more stuff in there that's like really hit or miss is what i found actually especially in the first season there's a lot of the remnants of the cky stuff where it was like you know the thing about the movies that's so great is that like i say they have the money to do these huge elaborate things where in the show it's like wouldn't it be funny if we just got wouldn't it be funny if we just got in like shopping carts and just like pushed each other around and like (laughs) and obviously that is the cky thing but it's like the the then there's a charm to that for sure like and it it works in its own way but it's like coming off the films it can be quite weird to go back to like oh this is just a bunch of dudes like getting nut shots in on each other and stuff um seattle skimboarding was pretty neat i think that was one of the ones in the yes yeah 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 Yeah, and it it definitely picks up and stuff uh, but you know and there's there's some like there it's, it's just it's a bit harder to like the the gems in the series are like are fucking classic it's just there's there's a lot more filler there because it's a tv show as opposed to like a very focused movie um found a dvd set on amazon just now called the jackass seven movie collection plus bad grandpa 
and Bad Grandpa right. point five. And they made a point five of Bad Grandpa. <laughs> so wait, wait, was so what films are in that? It's probably it like, like one, one point five to two point five. I'm assuming. Mm, mm, yeah, it mm. is. But <laughs> right, this okay, is ten dollars. Yeah, 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 right. That's that's a pretty good fucking deal. It is just like ancient. I wonder if there's licensing issues with the the show, the music. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to imagine there would be. I was thinking about uh, that too. Escape like, videos in general. I was like, man, like, you, you, like that's a, it's like an untapped market for a lot of these companies. Just like re-release your skate videos on like Blu-ray. But then I realized, like, man, those songs they're all using, I, yeah. m- most of them didn't even have permission back then. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, oh, shit, we're exactly. never getting those. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, have you been playing anything? Yes. <laughs> I realized like, we, we kind just, of talked about like, right mafia, then. mafia and then into Jackass. <laughs> we always talk about Jack. This is a Jack cast. <laughs> Whereas Mega Sixty Four oh, calls it Jack Butt. <laughs> oh man, we we should do we should do a podcast where we watch the the the, the episodes of the show and work our way through. Oh it my and god, like, that'd be talk great. about just like all that would actually be a really good idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we need to do that now. <laughs> yeah, we could easily make that happen too. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll talk about that later. Yeah. We'll do that. Oh my god. <laughs> oh um, god. Uh, but yeah. Did I talk about Halo Three ODST last time? Oh, I, I I don't think you did. That, yeah, because that came out in the Master Chief Collection re- recently. Yeah, it's Is it's that... the one they just activated. <laughs> you know, they hit that button that says, "All right, right now yeah, you can yeah. play it." <laughs> Because it really seems like that's what they're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's a. I I forgot just how kind of offbeat that one is compared to the rest of the series. You play a dude like a human, not a not an eight foot cyborg man who has replenishing shields. Now you're just a yeah. human who inexplicably has a Call of Duty stamina, blood vision when you get shot enough, and if you crouch and chill, you'll be okay. But you still have to do health yeah. packs. It's very odd. Kind of odd at signaling that to you in this game. Um, there's a weird, I forgot, like, how much they banked on darkness in this game. Like, there's a real, like, weird, like, thing with the graphics where everything's dark and glowy. So, half the time, you're gonna want to put this night vision on that was specially made for this game, and it basically just highlights where you're going. Which is weird, Uh because they made this nice, beautiful, futuristic city that looks really nice. Like, even, like, 2008 graphics, but it's, like, all dim and... There's just this warm glow to everything. I think it looks nice, but the game seems to be, like, hell-bent for the first half of it of just, like, getting, like, like, hey, hey, turn on your night vision to find the thing hidden in the environment. And it's always, like, a piece of debris that, like, you wouldn't right. have seen in the dark because the game's so fucking dark. <laughs> and it's just weird. It's like, oh, you did something cool with the art here. Like, this doesn't look like any other Halo game, but I mask it in this weird night vision shit that just makes everything, like, outlined and look like fucking, I don't know, like, Metal Gear Solid vision type shit. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, it's, and also it's, it's yet another Halo story where it's just, like, that was the plot, what was the plot again? These people fucked around in a city for five hours and then left? Yeah. Like, that, I mean, it's, 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 the it's, it's like, kind of, it's, it's, it's like the noir Halo, isn't it? It's yeah, well, like, it's like you're, you're piecing together the mystery of what happened to your crew, and all it turns out is yeah. that your crew just woke up five hours before you did and was proactive in the situation, and you finally woke up. Right. And they're all fine. You just you're just late to the party. It's so weird. It's like you you like walk around and you like pick up like oh this is Nathan Fillion's helmet. Like what did he do? 
like what happened to him and then you like flash yeah. it's, it's it's like the the nighttime city is like a hubbish world and i'm not certain if you can play the levels quote unquote out of order and you know what? i don't i frankly don't All care right. enough to go back and check um <laughs> but, but but i'd be interested to know i'll probably look it up for myself you don't gotta tell me so i won't ask anyone listening <laughs> uh, but but like I wonder about that because it seems like very railroaded because there's an AI in the city that's giving you like these little hints like, hey, go this way with street signs and it will like block off certain doors that, you know, were open before. So it seems like the game is really just funneling you to different levels and making it seem like right. you're exploring a big city and picking the level. But yeah, you'll you'll pick up like, you know, oh, this is Buck's gun or that was Drangus's Dangus, you know, like whatever, just it does not fucking matter. <laughs> and you pick up like an old bent gun and. Like you're the you're the rookie, the 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 faceless, speechless newest member of the ODS team who are human in the Halo world ODST is just like a step up from Marine and they come in and they're kinda like badasses, but they're not like Spartans who are like super human soldiers. I never understood it. Um right. they just seem like badass ga- humans. An excuse to play as a human and kind of be master chiefish is really what they are. Um and so you you, you flash back to like your teammates and what happened to them after they landed in the city just as the explosion at the beginning of Halo 2 happens. Yeah, yeah. So Halo Halo 3 ODST takes place on like level, at the end of level 2 in Halo 2. Are you following? Right. (laughs) And Nathan Fillion, for some reason, is on this team. Being Nathan Fillion, like he's always got his helmet off, like showing off his weirdly rendered Nathan Fillion head. And he says, this is the game. This is the one where I always quote my least favorite line in all of Halo, where I, I point to this and go, this is the shittiest writing in all of games. And as the game starts and they have a red alert to go save the city, he goes, you know the music. Time to dance. And I just, <laughs> I just want to like eat a gun with a knife and fork whenever I hear that. I hate that fucking line. So bad. You know the music. Time to dance. And you just know whoever fucking wrote that. Probably Joseph Staten is just like, huh. I'm so good. Like, like you know, it's just it's like you, it's not the '80s, dude. You can't just you can't, I don't know. One day I'll go. I'll like really cut into like why the fuck I think Halo's writing is like dog shit, like yeah. excessive dog shit. And anyone who defends that like that game's lore or plot is like literally smoking some crazy shit. Oh god, but, like it's really it's it's, it's kind of rough. It's, Halo Reach, the game. Yeah. Like I I always see these threads, of people of like talking about how sad Halo Reach. Man, it just seems so bleak. It's like, what are you fucking talking about? It just feels like a Halo game as you play with random people you met who who all die at the end of the game. And it's like, you just met them like nine levels ago. Like, like who fucking cares? Like, like, who's, do you remember George? What about, what about oh, yes, Emil? George. The guy who carved a skull on his face because Bungie was like, man, Call of Duty Ghosts is coming out. That guy was cool. You can't tell me any of this shit was like... That's, like I like Halo, but 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 not for the the first three Halo games have the best plot because like barely any talking happens in there. Like it's it's yeah, like yeah, hey, yeah. Man, and you're just like a tool of the military. You're not even like doing the big discussions with the big bads. You're just like a gun. You might as well just be a gun. <laughs> and Master Chief just might as well be a bomb they drop to like finish things. Like and that's fine. Like that's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I have had a weird relationship with Halo's action over the years and in the like I've never been a massive fan of like the guns in those games 
like and I've also never really like been super invested in like the story either. So it's just kind of like I I don't know. I I I I definitely don't hate those games. I played a fuck ton of those games growing up. Um and like but it was it was mainly like multiplayer and it was mainly just kind of like fucking around with friends and stuff. Um, Co-op in the so campaigns like, is yeah. always fun. You skip through all the cutscenes and shit and Yes. There's always a really fun factor there, and you crank, cranking up the difficulty when and have, do playing co-op is like really fun because you just it's it almost becomes a borderline horror game where you're getting chased by some nutty brute who's like got a big hammer running after you and yeah like they 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 all play well they're all good like none of these games except maybe four which four kind of loses me a bit just with the way it plays and why four even exists when they wrap up three so nice. it's just the whole thing but like. Like, those games are at least, like, they all play well. Like, I'd never tell anyone, like, oh, don't play it. But, like, I just think the writing is just, like, Jesus. Like, everyone talks in one-liners yeah. that they expect. They might as well just look at the screen and go, like, man, that's going to be your forum signature 2000s kit. You know, that kind of shit. Like, <laughs> the amount of times, like, the, they have the Arbiter just say, like, were it so easy? And it's, like, what is that? Is that supposed to be deep? <laughs> Like, he always, like, says it in response to something, and it's always, like, e- like epic when he says it. And it's like, what? Why? Like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, we're, we're, we're so easy. There's also... Um, this is crap There's also this one sergeant, and this isn't bad writing, this is just kind of a normal thing, but I just think the line delivery is funny. And this this one sergeant, one of the games just goes, someone, anyone, help us! And they put that guy in every game. <laughs> it's just weird. It's like, why is it like... <laughs> It's very, Halo's a weird series with its self-referential shit, but no, I, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't a nostalgic factor to some of this nonsense. Like, like, yeah, like yeah, for yeah. the first three Halo games and a little bit of ODST, I, I, I can like sit still with the writing, except for you know the music, time to dance. That's just double F tier, man. That's just poo poo uh, yeah, tier. Yeah, it's bad. It's. Uh... Ugh. But yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's fun. Um, it doesn't really add anything new to multiplayer because this was this was the Halo game that introduced uh, firefight, which was horde mode, like the Halo's horde mode, mm-hmm. and that's fun in its own right. Um, kind of gets ridiculously hard if you play it solo, and playing it online is just full of a bunch of weird people who like quit immediately. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, well, well. I was go- I was going to say like we 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 did actually play a game together or no 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 not together but we played we played we both played a game we did um well so this is this has been the the this has been the 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 kind of the period in between these podcasts has been the period of roguelikes for me um where we both played Spelunky two <laughs> oh yeah. I literally almost forgot about that because I really like. After half an hour, I was like, "I gotta refund this. I am not having fun at all." <laughs> Man, it's like that's that's a game where like I kind of desperately want to like it. Like it's 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 a game where like I understand why that game like th- that it it would have been a fucking challenge to get all those systems working in tandem and to generate levels that work with that. In in, in 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 that way and stuff, but I've just never been good at Spelunky. Like I I I could not get into that first game. The second game is kind of no different. It, it like, feels identical. Like like what is, what is the change? <laughs> I don't even like. 
Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Like, I I heard I heard a lot of people like. I heard a lot of, like, spelunky fucking experts saying that, oh, this is way harder than the first one, and it's like, I kind of think, is is that maybe not just because they potentially changed some stuff around, but then I play it and I'm like, I can't see anything that they've changed around here, like, this feel, like, I, I am as bad at this as I was at the first game, <laughs> it's like, it's, I don't know, it's it's just, I, I, I don't know what it is, it's just, the, the roguelike genre has had so little to offer me i think it's and we'll get on to a game that has like nailed it in a way that like i did not expect and i'm super thankful for but like in general like i played a fair bit of rogue legacy um but outside of that like you know i i never beat rogue legacy i was always just kind of like I always get so far and then get fucking killed. Like, but Spelunky seems like the most stark of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I, you know, I was doing okay and then I just fucking died and all of that was for naught. You know, it's like, um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, did, like, what was your, did you, did you play much of the first game at all? I got it, uh, mainly because I had just gotten a Vita and I was looking up like what were good yeah, Vita, yeah. like downloadable games and everywhere I looked, they listed Spelunky. But <laughs> I was like aware of Spelunky. And I knew it was kind of like this thing where, like, every time you played it, it was different. And I just yeah. remember kind of, I would play it, and I, I realized, like, in hindsight, I was, like, always unconsciously playing it. Like, it was one of those things I would play and then, like, put on, like, a podcast or, like, like a movie in the background yeah. or something. And then I would end up, like, getting more into the podcast or the movie than the game. <laughs> I just, and yeah, after a while, yeah. I just, it dawned on me, I was like, I've probably gone through this, like, 200 times, and I don't think I've ever gotten past level two. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think the furthest I've gotten in in Spelunky Two is like one four or something, or like I don't, I don't know. I, I like the, the the yeah the fourth screen of it or something. Like I haven't played it for that long, like honestly. But you know, I played it for like maybe an hour and a half or something. But it was just like and and, and like there, and it was in quite short bursts. So there was a lot of time where I was thinking. I can maybe go in and like knock out like a couple of runs or something, but it was just, it, like I've seen people talk about it as as this thing where it's like every run is its own story, and I'm like, well, it's not the most interesting story because it kind of just like I do okay, and then it's like some fucking stupid thing on my part. Like that's the thing. Like all, all the deaths are are pretty much explainable as like, oh well, I should have taken more care there, but it's like. I don't know. It's just not a stable. You can get like, like juggled it's... in Spelunky, though. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah, okay. Yeah. Like I'll give you like maybe I shouldn't have dropped down so far because your game has fall damage. But it's like I bounced like 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 while I was like paralyzed on the ground from the fall damage, something ran into me and knocked me off a cliff and like knocked me into spikes. And it's just like, eh, okay. <laughs> it's 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 a game that it's it's a game that wants you to play way slower and more methodically than I think it kind of presents as I, in a weird I can't way. bring like, myself to play that slow in a game where I know I'm just going to get thrown right back to the start if I die, like, if I get hit three yeah, times. Yeah, That's the I, thing. I, it's like... Yes. I'd rather just, like, like that, that, just, just keep throwing myself at it and hopefully get the feel of playing that game fast and eventually work my way through, and that doesn't ever happen. It happens to me with a lot of games sometimes, but not, not Spelunky. Because it, it really is, like, if you die, you go back to the start with nothing. Like, you, there is zero progression outside of, like, okay, I learned what this thing does. and But it's always, like, 
I, I you know, it's, and it's again, it's my own clumsiness, but I just I can't get into that mindset of like, you know, oh, like it's, it's always just it's always just an an annoyance thing of like, oh shit, you know, yeah, I got yeah, I got hit by that fucking arrow thing again because I forgot to throw a rock down and those arrow traps get me every damn time. Every single fucking time, they look just like a piece it, of like, the wall to me when I'm when I'm running through a level. Like I just, yeah, yeah. I th- I think that's I think that's the main thing. It's like if there was more to kind of differentiate that stuff, then sure that would be neat. But it's I, I don't know. It's just it's it's the the lack of progression is 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 a weirdly important element for it to me. Like like I you know I I, I really need. A sense that not not only am I just learning something, I know that I'm progressing towards something. Like, and I just don't get that with Spelunky. Like, it's or or, or at the very least that like my death means something in a mechanical sense. It's like I I don't know that that's that's always been like the hurdle to these games with me is that well, I could just put like all my time into this, but. I'm not going to get anything out of it if I just fucking die at the last screen. If I die at the last screen, I go all the way fucking back to the beginning and it's like, it's, it's, I don't know. So I, I, I don't know how much more time I'm going to put into Splunky 2. Mainly because I I ended up playing Hades and holy shit, that's a good gift. That's a good fucking game. Like, I I, I bought Hades like really early on I think I, because I, I I forgot that Hades actually was the launch game essentially for the Epic Store like oh yeah the, the Epic Store was announced at the Game Awards and Hades was kind of released along with it and in early access and I bought it then and like never checked it out partially because like Supergiant games have always been kind of a weird thing to me where like <clears throat> I find it hard to get very excited about them weirdly like in pyro was the first one that i beat and and i remember feeling like very strongly at the time of playing it like this is like really fucking cool and really interesting and the writing is really good and then it came to game of the year time and i couldn't remember like I, i couldn't remember much about it i was finding it very hard to feel very passionately one way or the other about it it was like I never beat Transistor. In fact, no, no, I did beat Transistor. Um, yeah, I didn't beat Bastion, but I know, obviously, I feel like it's kind of impossible not to know through kind of cultural osmosis, like, where Bastion goes at this point and how its framing device plays into that, and which is very interesting and stuff. It's just not a particularly fun game for me. Um, but then I played Hades because it just, like, it just the other month came out in... 1.0 um and that was the point at which it was like everyone started talking about hades again like everyone was kind of saying like hades is really good but i was kind of like okay well do i really want to play a game like this in early access like um and <clears throat> so i played it when it was it revealed to be finished and everything and it was and on and i, I just remember feeling like man, this feels, like, really good to play. Like, the action is super fucking snappy. It's incredibly fast. Like, it all feels, like, very intuitive as well. Like, the, you know, the the way you can, like, kind of dance circles around enemies is is really, like, fun and rewarding, and the, the combat is hugely impactful. And, um, 
and it, it, like and i ended up getting like weirdly quite far in that initial run um and then and then then i died and I, and i was kind of i was like intrigued by the kind of the story that they were weaving in terms of the, your 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 protagonist and stuff he's the son of hades and he's trying to escape um to hell to join the gods on mount olympus or something i think like i'm not again i've not played like a huge amount of it I, you know i've played like a, a few hours at this point and it, it's, it's got that kind of super giant style of writing where it's like really clever cleverly messing with like how like the mechanics of the game in in terms of this is a game about death and trying again because it's like yeah you're gonna fucking die it's a roguelike and things are going to kind of spawn randomly and stuff but what this game does is provide like very tangible upgrades that like don't break the game and it's like it's not a game where you can just like you, you can't really just grind out a bunch of stuff like I guess you could actually like like it's a game that is is it's the most accessible roguelike I've ever played where it's like you could technically grind out a bunch of stuff in the early levels and like strengthen your character to a point where it, you know the the early stages become trivial and everything um like th- and that's the thing though like you, you whenever you die not only are you getting like more narrative because you're in order to do another run you have to go through the chambers and everything and talk to all these 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 characters these um you know like you talk to your dad hades and you're like the relationship between them is really fun like you kind of come off as this kind of tempestuous teenager and stuff but you also seem to have like some really nice deep relationships with the people around you and everything um and like those develop basically every time you die like so you, you if, if even when you die and it's like oh fuck i was so close to beating that boss or something like that it takes you right back and that means that you you then get an opportunity to talk to these characters and develop the story and everything so I, I, like so not only does it have a really great narrative to kind of like soften the blow of dying at a really like late stage or something or like dying like you know just missing that that death and having to start over like it kind of softens the blow by being like okay well at the very least you get to develop this narrative in a sense um and it's a really well written thing with like a lot of really great characters like written really well and everything and it's quite fun and even though it can be like there's a kind of darkness running through it it's very funny as well like um you know you meet Dionysus and stuff and he's very like hey hey bud what's hanging you know it's like it's uh because like as opposed to the very like the other gods that can be very like ah yes i am zeus or you know like that kind of thing um uh and yeah i don't know but but it's also that thing where like gameplay wise each time you die you you carry over some form of resource or some ability that you've learned and you unlock new weapons and stuff that just make it slightly easier to get back to where you were and but you could but it's also it's not so like you still feel like your skills improving along with it and you're constantly getting these buffs to your abilities that like your regular dash move like you you get the choice of like like say you, you can get a choice to bolster your special attack with that's like slower to pull off but you can get like 
bonus lightning damage there that deals a certain percentage extra damage you can attach damage to your dash ability so when you're constantly dashing around the map to avoid enemies you're still dealing out damage then um or you you know like and it's so you always feel like you're progressing even when you're dying and that is like a real fucking hurdle like that that keeps me from getting into like many roguelikes because i really feel like i'm playing towards something here and for that reason i i've constantly been thinking like oh man it'd be really cool to just get another run in with hades like hades is actually like is kind of weirdly shot up to and this might actually be a kind of game of the year contender <laughs> right now it's um yeah it's really really fucking good in a way that like kind of shocked me and uh i'm glad for you know it's uh because i didn't necessarily go into it with the highest of hopes but yeah um you've been playing anything else man i i keep meaning to actually play hades because yeah from what you've said it sounds like maybe like a little bit more what i'm looking for in that roguelite thing yeah um, yeah in that world Another one I keep forgetting is well, that I, 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 it's good that you said that it was like a launch tile for Epic Store because I swear I was going crazy and I was like, is it like, I feel like I've seen this game like forever. Like, I didn't realize it yeah, had been yeah. like an early access thing or something. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's one of those things where like you, especially for a, for a studio like Supergiant that constantly brings out, um, you know, like these, these or you know, or it's known for very, like complete story heavy experiences for them to come out with a game that's like oh yeah we're kind of just developing this as we go along to a certain extent is kind of weird it doesn't really fit the mold um but yeah like i like they they only just finished it like about you know or or they 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 released it the end of august i think or like start of september something like that and uh yeah there's there's a really great no clip documentary on it uh like the the launch i mean the whole process of developing it but kind of launching and trying to finish off development in with like within the confines of covid essentially and it's like going through their office getting broken into and shit and like all the kind of hardships that come along with it and everything so yeah it's it's, it's really interesting stuff i would i I, th- I think that if you know you you bounced off spelunky like i did i think you would actually get a kick out of out of Hades. I think you should check it out. Because it's also pretty cheap from what I remember, or at least it was when I picked it up. I think I picked it up for like 20 quid or, or something, so um, I, I don't know what it will set you back now. But uh, yeah, just, it's just a really like fantastic experience all around. Um, I'm very looking, I'm very much looking forward to to playing more. I, uh, but, uh, I also yeah. played uh, an early access game. Our game. Well, speaking of early access, I guess Hades isn't early access anymore. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, sure. We'll go, we'll go with that segue. Fine. Okay. <laughs> it kind of <Cool>. worked. <laughs> a little slippery. Uh, uh, the the my much anticipated game of the year, uh, Baldur's Gate Three. Oh shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, this game rocks, man. Uh, man, I need to fucking play so that. So good. It's literally like only like a fourth of the game is out in a pretty like unpolished way but it's still like a cut above most RPGs like yeah I mean the way I heard it was like the the amount of content in there right now is kind of like 
you know, a bit past like Fort Joy in in like Divinity Two. Yeah, is that kind of would you say that's accurate? Yeah, yeah I, like I've I've played like eleven hours and I've only completed like three big story quests. You know, like yeah, yeah. and just been exploring the rest. Weird. Um, the takes on this game. I mean, you get the old classic, like, I know what early access means, and then they buy it, and then they freak out because it's not finished. There's those people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those people always exist. There's no hope for them. Uh, and you just, you know, reading comprehension. What is that? Uh, especially with Larry and two who are, like, the most upfront dudes about, like, stuff like this. Like, they, they literally put out, like, paragraphs from paragraphs explaining exactly what you're going to be getting in this, and people are like, you lied! It's like... <laughs> I literally said please like you first left the game it's like yeah this is busted please excuse how messy it's probably going to be all right thanks and it's like yeah yeah and then people go like hey this thing doesn't work fuck this game it's literally not out <laughs> um uh, yeah i mean I, I, I yeah i i i've seen a lot of stuff like that where it's like oh you know it's too similar to you know divinity divinity 2 and i'm like what, you mean like one of the best RPGs? Like, maybe the best RPG ever made? Do like, you want it in the classic Baldur's Gate engine that is like <laughs> feels like walking through molasses and is hardcore <laughs> as shit with combat and expects you to like have a deep understanding of AD&D dice rolling and Thacko and shit? Yeah. Uh, no thanks. We don't need that for a video game. Yeah, That's the thing. Yeah. People keep like approaching Baldur's Gate games if they need to be like a carbon copy of like your D and D tabletop session. It's fucking impossible. There's fail states. Yeah, you yeah, reload yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like a different thing. You gotta yeah, you have some leniency here. And also, what the fuck is a Baldur's Gate game in 2020? Like, it's been so long since yeah. two that like the an update as much would be needed anyways. If this was like Baldur's Gate seven by now, like like I would expect a mm-hmm. modern Baldur's Gate to play like this. I even fucking said when I was talking about. One of the many times I talk about Divinity 2, where I'm just like, hey, you know, they should just let Larian do fucking Baldur's Gate 3. They'll knock it out of the park. It could just be this. Just give it a D&D skin. And yeah, yeah. they've done more than that. They've, like, it's clearly the Divinity engine. Like, I don't know why they toss that engine out. It's brilliant. Um, and, but they've got the keys to the fucking, to the cool shit. You got bugbears, you got owl bears. you know, the, the fun stuff. And, uh, Mind flares are a huge part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's guy like these parts of it I don't want to spoil, but also it might totally get changed up. But they've gone for a more cinematic approach to dialogue too, which is different. Right. Um, and a lot of like literally you seeing a twenty set of dice being rolled to dictate these dialogue options, and it's pretty vast from what I've seen, even in an unfinished state. Like I can only imagine what they're going to add to this system. You can do all that stuff. You can interrupt uh, dialogue at any time to like start wailing on a guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like yeah, all this yeah. cool stuff. Like it's they somehow added more dent. Like, like they. Uh, it's so hard to explain because there's so much going on here. It's like overwhelming to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's hard because like yeah, it's a lot like Divinity: Original Sin too. But then they've added kind of like more specific options. Like you can shove things out of your way. You can pick up anything in your inventory and just like chuck it at someone and it will have different properties depending on what you tossed at them and stuff like that. And, uh, jumping is now a thing, which is very cool. And you can kind of abuse it right now in the early state of the game by like jumping above air sometimes. All right. Okay. Classic early access gaff. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Um, you've got like 
Uh, anybody at any time can just like dip their weapon into like the different elemental surfaces, which is awesome. Like, right? Okay, that was yeah, a big yeah, part yeah. of Divinity's combat was like having like puddles of like blood or lava or water or something, and you could like kind of combine those with your magic or your powers and tactics and kind of set traps with them or do stuff or make it conduct things like a bunch of shit. And they've added just more to that. It's that's the thing, like, th- this game's base is probably going to feel a lot more like Divinity, and they're probably going to flesh it out to feel more Baldur's Gate-y, kind of, you know, like, mm-hmm. with more, uh, seems like almost more non-combat options, because that was the thing with Divinity. Every once in a while, you'd hit a point in Divinity and be like, wow, there's really no way to progress. Like, like once in a blue moon, there'd be something where it's like, I guess the only way to progress this is a big fight. And so yeah. far in this, it seems like all the stuff you'd think would be like a, a hard no for you is like it's doable you just gotta be lucky with your dice rolls like yeah, yeah. it's it's neat it's it's closer to playing a, I mean, a tabletop yeah. game than uh original sin 2 was i think which was already kind of like about as close as i thought games could realistically get yeah. <laughs> like for, you, know, you have you have like, a cool narrator voice now talking and it sounds like a dungeon master like like, oh, you know, cool. just being yeah. like, you don't see anything yeah. wrong with the chest. Like, you'll you'll have this little perception check, fail or pass sometimes in the top corner, and that'll dictate mm-hmm. what the narrator says to you. Because it's all, you know, like, it's, I don't, I don't know my literary terms. What is that? When third person, what, but the, it's saying just what one character thinks? Uh, uh, uh what, the, wait. I don't know, whatever, you call uh, that narrator style. Third person, omniscient, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, know, I know what you mean. Um, it's my brain. It's not like the character's not saying what they're thinking, but someone's telling you what that character's specifically th- like. I don't, I don't. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can't, I, I can't remember for the fucking life of me. I fuck, I'm a fucking English student, and my brain's just gone completely. Blind. Writing on games, you um, say? We're like exactly. Can't even read. <laughs> yeah, well, so, so like, so I guess with with third person omniscient be like the narrator the, the, yeah it's kind of like the narrator's like all all seeing all knowing kind of thing i, w- I would assume yeah and it does that it yeah, does that yeah, third kind person omniscient pretty... point of view is a, is a method method of storytelling in which the narrator knows the thoughts and feelings of all the characters in the story yeah, yeah. there we go yeah i don't know why i don't know why i fucking blanked on that so hard it's pretty fucking obvious but um D- divinity yeah. had that type of thing once in a while but th- it seems more like like that narrator voice is like an actual driving kind of force. You hear like that voice more than other people's voices, um, right? Okay, and just you know, like so, how how is it like? Because I, I actually like know fairly little about this game, but I know that like it, it kind of you know it goes from that. So 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 it does. So the the main kind of mode of play is that kind of camera pulled out divinity thing, but then it kind of cu- cuts into people when they're talking and stuff like yeah it cuts into like kind of a um, people are comparing it to like the first dragon age and it's kind of a lot like that like where you'll pop in and kind of do like the mass effecty dialogue um the reason they did that i've just because i read their press releases up to that is just they just want to show off like how fucking good they're doing faces now basically (laughs) they're like we have this technology people like you know are doing like face movement now on the characters and it looks really good like we just wanted to make it more cinematic and you can hop out of that and it'll like fade back out to the outside of like you're another character outside of the conversation too. Right. Um, yeah, it is a little, there, there are some parts, uh, and I do hope they fix this where like, if you walk up to someone without you even going to talk to them, it will prompt to talk. 
which is fine right. in certain situations, but I feel like once or twice I've tried to like sneak up behind someone to like hear what they're talking about first. And it'll just like trigger me walking up to them and then going like, Hey, you wait right there. You know, like, <laughs> like, Oh shit. <laughs> the ultimate stealth. Also, there are like some, like, I don't want to spoil a lot of this. Cause like, so, like this was like a fucking great moment where it was like, it felt like it felt like a great disaster in a tabletop game where you realize you've completely shit the campaign. Like, yeah, like yeah. I had a moment like that where I luckily I had saved before I had like gone into the room where this shit went down. But I had a moment where I was like, I think I just like bricked the game. Like I think I like I but but like <laughs> but by by me being an idiot and like trusting the wrong people and like it it failed with me getting locked in a room and slowly dying <laughs> and I could not get out of the room and I was like fuck. <laughs> and it was it was great. It was like a great moment. It was an oh fuck moment and then realizing you just got like wrecked by like by yeah, the game yeah. tricking the shit out of you with good lore shit and just it was very cool. It was an eye-opening experience of how to treat everyone in that game, too. Trust nobody. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's cool. There's a. Uh, I like that the 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 plot is basically like you and just a bunch of other random folks um, have just been abducted by mind flayers who were, uh, for those who don't know, just like squid-headed Cthulhu-looking motherfuckers mm-hmm. who are just like kind of. Yeah. I think they're like psychic. They're very thin. They they're all purple with squid heads, and they basically like eat brains and. I, I don't know too well. They're from some other plane, but basically they, they abduct people and like put shit in their heads. These little leeches that turn them into mind flayers eventually. And they just kind of populate that way. And they all kind of like can think like they, they can just like read people's minds. And it all starts with you and just a bunch of other random uh, player characters. You can recruit getting one of those leeches shoved into your fucking eye socket. <laughs> it just crawls into your <laughs> brain. It's disgusting looking. I, I, I was actually, I was looking at one of the steam trailers as you were talking about it and yeah yes i just it's, saw the there fucking... is like it's so funny because i was like yeah. oh man like you know like they're doing Baldur's gate like wizards of the coast owns this wizards of the coast has gotten a little bit more like less gory i feel like with some of their things like when it comes to magic the gathering and dungeon dragons like you just get a lot of, like metalish shit looking stuff from magic and um, <laughs> just certain D D properties back in the day just like, looked like metal covers and they kind of pulled back and made it a bit more like friendly but the beginning of this game is bookended with brain gore dude it's just like the tutorial area is just like fuck it's just, this ship is made of brains like, like it's so disgusting you're picking up like flesh pods full of spikes and shit throwing them at people it's disgusting i love it and i mean yeah that's, yeah that's, that's kind of what i want from that kind one of, of the first interactions you have is a dude like laying with his brain exposed and there's like a parasite in there asking you to help it and you, one of the options is just squish that man's brains. And of course, I clicked that, and it's just that your character just puts his hand in there and it just and just squeezes a brain. It splatters, and it's just like, what the fuck? It's horrifying. That's, like, that, that's something you can do in the first fifteen minutes of this game. Um, I also like yeah. that the character creator is um, framed in the way of this leech, basically crawling into your brain and asking, like, "Who are you?" Because I'm about to take over your mind, essentially. <laughs> and uh and you oh, create man. a character um character creator has stuff like blocked off at the moment like i don't think you can start as a subclass yet but they'll add that in later so stuff like bards kind of like hybrid type classes aren't really available yet um which is fine though because like there's so much to unpack with just like playing as one random wizard or something and there's some class there seems to be like a sort of um specialty uh, like you can make your 
like a defensive wizard or an attack wizard once you get to like level two or three i've noticed like you get like a kind of a crossroads and be like do you want to be the offense guy or the defense guy so there's kind of stuff like that already but there will be i'm assuming more will get fleshed out once you can get to kind of the wacky shit the wacky D D classes because they're doing pretty well showing like all the you know like the fan favorite races and classes and spells and stuff they got the grease spell which was i was fucking praying would be in this game because it's such a great abusable rpg mechanic in D D. it's just like yeah just spraying grease on the ground and then like light it on fire make everyone slippery it's it's good fun uh yeah. that's the thing yeah. is like i i feel like this like a lot of this does feel like more divinity original sin too but the my thing is i like that <laughs> i don't care like that's awesome <laughs> that's all i wanted um yeah, yeah and definitely. it looks gorgeous like it's really nice looking game uh Everyone in Divinity Original Sin kind of have this weird Play-Doh-ish feature to their faces. Even people's even yeah. people's beards. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah it sure. looked like they were sculpted on, like like with clay and like kind of like yeah, like molded, <laughs> and it was kind of weird. But but it fit because everything looked like that, and everything kind of claymationy. It's uh, like if you look at yeah. it, you might think I'm kind of exaggerating, but like I think if you stare at that game long enough, you start to realize like man, like humans and dwarves have these like weird like, like just look at like a bearded guy in divinity original sin 2 and you'll kind of get what i mean about the claymation thing like a, like yeah, a bearded yeah. man in that game like look at that <laughs> go look at that <laughs> their head model and it's like oh, it's weird but um it's okay but this this like this just shows how much kind of cartoony it makes divinity look like a cartoon compared because a lot of these people just look like fucking people and yeah. uh you got the tieflings you got your uh, I don't know what this one main character lady is. I thought she was going to be an orc, but she's some crazy, like, astral plane person who's, like, a race of people who are like, kind of, like, yellow with goblin-y spike ears and weird no- pushed-up noses that hunt mind flayers or shit. She's cool. All right. Um, that's the thing. Everyone in your party also has, like, completely different ideas, and they all kind of, like, have different goals from each other, and they don't just kind of sit quietly and go along with stuff. They actually kind of do, like, little infighting as you walk around which i love it's uh, they're set yeah. like if this is the foundation like i'm i'm more than excited for what's like gonna get updated this is yes. already brilliant they've already got like great little nuggets like pick up a book and there's just like a paragraph about a fucking miniature giant space hamster like a like some ridiculous monster that you're probably never even going to interact with some guy who wrote like four paragraphs about it like that's the shit i love <laughs> yeah i mean yeah like that so that was always kind of like you know going into like Baldur's Gate. The 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 stuff that I really liked about Divinity Two was like the pet pal thing. It was like talking to fucking animals and all yeah. like it was the dialogue stuff and the way that it was like, man, I really can do like anything in this world. Like the the actual battles and stuff were not the thing that I really cared about. Like they kind of they would go on for super long and they they would have like these kind of weird, interesting stories in themselves. And like my friend and I played co-op and it was really great, but it was, it was still like, I wanted the fights to be over so I could talk to people more and like do more, more of that kind of like social engineering type stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, like, it, 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 it seems like for a while there that Baldur's Gate might be more focused on like the combat. But if you're saying like, you know the the options for combat are greatly increased in terms of like what you can do in like throwing things like throwing just any object at your 
at your like, enemy in your inventory. Like, there's there's yeah. a thing that people that that they noticed everyone's doing in this is there's a speaking of pet pal and and those mechanics uh, those new like the throwing and stuff. There's a squirrel you can cross paths and it will like stop you because you're walking through like its territory, and you right. can just pick it up and chuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Just ch- everyone just picks it up and chucks it off the bridge. <laughs> Completely circumvent the discussion and just throw them off. Or you can roll persuasion, but it's like persuasion with your actions where you try to mime out that you mean no harm or something. Like, that's a, all, all that combat stuff, too, you can do like out of combat, too, and like apply it in weird, goofy ways. Yeah. And with access to like the kind of D&D spell book, like having astral hands and stuff like that, and all, all sorts of kooky combinations of things like can only it can only go up. <laughs> I always liked the combat in uh, Divinity just because of how like freeform it felt. Like you could just be a guy yeah. who like like the fact that you could go through the entire thing and just like use the elemental puddle system thing and kind of like it, 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 trigger I, I, stuff or like you could like I, set up your <laughs> traps with stuff. And once you got to, the the beginning of that game is very hard with combat too. You have to like yes. once you get your yeah, collar yeah. off in the game and you can do your source magic yeah, that's uh, when uh, uh that's when when you start getting on like an even playing field with people um but that, yeah, yeah i think i think that's, all, I think that's always like yeah that's that's always the the thing that's like because I've, I've started over in that game multiple times and everything and like i've get you know i've gotten to the point now where you know you get the colors off and like you say it's like it's it's fine and it's fun but there's definitely i remember the i remember like the first time I played it, and you know, I'm trying not to like spoil anything about. There's there's a way you can get the collars off, um, that was just kind of broken for me. Like the character you're meant to talk to, just wouldn't bring up anything about the the collars, and or like or 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 like they would, and and I go through the options, and I looked it up like, okay, this is what I meant to do. I meant to select this option, then this option, and then she just wouldn't do it. And I was like, what the fuck's happened here? Like, um. So, you know, I, I played for fucking ages with the collar still on and it was like, man, this is fucking tough. Like, um, yeah, so it's, it, yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff with that. Like, it can be a very, like, it, co- combat, as you say, like, is, is quite, is quite hard at the beginning. <laughs> like, is you know, like, battles go on for, for a long time and it's often very, like, oh shit, we just got through that by the fucking skin of our teeth and that was, like, a lowly enemy. <laughs> like, how the fuck are we going to cope with um you know like or you know it's like in, any kind of group is hard to deal with in that game you just gotta um, get someone with teleportation magic and you just have them constantly yes. funnel people yep. in and out of the fight so that they can yep. escape yep. the fight and rest in real time and then come back fully restored that's on me and my friend did it. we just had this dude whose entire job was he basically chucked people out of the fight so they could go take a nap and then they'd chuck him back in so they could fight again <laughs> yeah yeah Oh man! This, well, it was a fucking great game. Fucking great the, game. I should I should warn people that the difficulty of the battles in Baldur's Gate Three is like a fucking like step above some of the hardest shit right. in uh, Divinity Original Sin Two. Like the fir- like the third fight on, I was like stuck for a little bit. Like you can get fucking rocked in this game. Which yeah, makes, yeah, yeah. Makes a lot I mean, more like D and D. You want some D and D? That's D and D, man. Yeah. Like. You run but, over to uh, some dude, because, and he's on his back, lying on his back, and you go, I'm going to stab him right in the head. You you miss. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that, yeah, that was, like, because I remember when, like, my, you know, 
my my friends and I played D and D like uh, a couple of years back, and it was like, you know, we would be in battles for like, you know, entire fucking like one battle for the entire fucking hours yeah. long session, and it's like, and you just feel like every single fucking because because the the thing is, it's not meant to be like the, the success is not the, the not meant to be like the the driving force in D D, it's meant like when you think about it it's just it's just about telling stories and stuff so it's like it, it kind of makes sense that like yeah if your character dies then yes you have means to like bring them back and everything like that they can of, often send you on these entirely different sidetrack stories if you've got a good yeah, if you like, got a good dm, uh, DM if, or whatever. Uh, a character death yeah. can just be the beginning of like a sub quest you know what i mean like yes yeah. Ex- yeah exactly yeah and it's um and so like but you know the battles are like I remember being in D and D battles, thinking like, "Man, this is fucking like, how the fuck are we ever going to get through this?" It's like it was just constant things just being added, and and it obviously again that's to do with like the DM to a certain extent, and it, like um and but you know it, it, you kind of get the feeling that like that's just the vibe of D and D is like it's not meant to be about oh you win every battle, but I, like that if. That ne- that doesn't necessarily transfer like that well over to like a video game like this, <laughs> like, uh, where you know you definitely do want some level of like you're playing towards success in, in a very like straight ahead way. But I I, I don't know, it, like I I I am definitely going to check this out because it seems like um very much a game I could get into right now. It's one of those games, like, every uh, time I sit down to play it, I'm, like, legitimately excited about, like, what's gonna happen next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, that, that studio, man, they're, they're, they're whooping ass. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And if anyone, hell. like, like normally I'd be, like, very kind of suspicious about an early access model with a game this big, but, like, they're, like, a lot of the best parts of Divinity Original Sin 2 were where them patching in stuff that like fans of the game either made themselves or like like requested and kind of like gave them notes on like they're a very receptive studio like yeah, to the point yeah. where like I'm like like when they say like oh like we did early access because like we want you guys to tell us like what's up like what's fucking up like what you like it's like well they're gonna probably do it <laughs> like I actually trust them like <laughs> this is the last time they did it like they they did it. They're like, you know what? You all like told us like, hey, you really shouldn't block Pet Pal to being like just like an exclusive power. You should just make it like so everyone has Pet Pal. And they're like, fine, done. And they like updated the game. <laughs> like, they're cool like that. Like, oh, like you know, play the early access. Write those bug reports. Actually, one where you might actually <laughs> yeah, be effective in it. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's great. I like it, honestly. Um, like this might be my game of the year if it wasn't an early access game. Like I love it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's always that weird fucking thing of like, is this uh, you know, is this going to be like? Can we discuss early access stuff in game of the year? Like I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, like, We'll give it. A, we'll give it. We'll give it its fair shake. It's a but, meaty um, game for being unfinished, and only a, a quarter of the game. Also, like I've, like the wilderness too is huge so far that I've been running around. I don't even know if like there's going to be another map. Who knows? I've Baldur's Gate sounds like it's not even in the dang game. They talk about it like it's so far off. Like, <laughs> like how how long are they expecting it to be in early access? Like, is this? I don't know. Um, the version numbers at like zero point four or something or something like that. Right. Uh, okay. 
I don't know. They they the turnaround on this felt so fast from like the debut trailer. Like it's crazy that I'm already like playing the game. <laughs> like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I remember like in like when I loaded it up, I'm like, I actually cannot believe I'm playing this right now. Like it was a weird feeling. It felt like I was at like E3. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I'm like, I, I, I like was that when when was Baldur's Gate three announced? Was that not like the Stadia announcement or something? It was just like one of those that? things where I looked at. And I remember was like, That's, is that Baldur's Gate three? Like, why would they do that? I saw the Mind Flayer head <laughs> after the Larian logo, and I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Baldur's Gate three announcement trailer. I feel like it was not even two years ago. Maybe it has been announcement June sixth of last year. <laughs> I mean, I guess oh, it makes man. sense because yeah, like it's definitely that's why I think it's like yeah, definitely the infinity, uh, or infinity. What the fuck am I saying? Infinity. What the fuck's the infinity? Engine? Sorry, uh, <laughs> the it's infinity definitely like engine, that same um, engine though from Divinity because like the, yes, I, I feel like the the fact this game got out in the state it's in so fast must have been like there must have been some polish already done on the engine itself. Like, oh, and <laughs> if if you love Divinity's two D images, you'll see some gems and food. Uh, pictures you might recognize from Divinity in Baldur's Gate. There's a lot of funny placeholder item things that are clearly like Divinity objects. Just feel like yeah, I recognize yeah, yeah. that bucket. That's that's from Divinity. <laughs> hey, that 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 cheese wheel, 100 percent from Divinity. <laughs> I, I love stuff. I, I like seeing the parts where I'm like, oh, that's definitely a piece of Divinity they've like slotted in. I don't know. It's fun seeing the game like this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's quite it's quite expensive for for an early access game as well. But I guess that's like you get so much fucking the thing. That game's it, only going like, to update and get bigger and better. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, you know, you got to think of it as like an awkward investment if you're not like super hardcore into it. Nobody's. It's it's probably yeah, going to yeah. be sixty when it's done. Like, so I mean, it's it, like it's it's like it's fifty pounds now. It's like that's more than full price for a lot of games. Uh, I think Original uh, Sin didn't start as 40. I think they eventually knocked it down to 40 um, and then did like this bundle where they're like, hey, buy your friends all of it for a reduced rate or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which was genius. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty sure I did that. I, I, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure I bought that game for people like four times or something. It's like, I mean, gift I, that game all the time. Yeah, you have to play I, I this. You You're an idiot if you don't play this. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think you. I think did you gift it to me after we did Game of the Year in like twenty seventeen? I might have. Yeah, I went on like 18. a gifting Cause, spree cause, of that game. I was like everyone has to play this. And it, yeah, it was just that thing of like, um, you know, if it, you know, if if we if we if I had played that in that year, then it would have been fucking top of the list or something like that. I remember Um, just being so annoyed that I played it. Like, I started playing it, like, as we had finished Game of the Year, and I was like, man, this would have blown everything (laughs) on, dude. Damn. I'm just looking at pictures of Divinity, Original Sin 2, and I still get the urge to play it. You just learn to love that weird world, dude, that weird fucked up Divinity world. It's, like, really dark, actually. (laughs) It's like a weird religious persecution people. Cutting down on magic, it's cool. It's like, yeah, it's illegal to do Fucking magic, rules. man. It's actually, it's actually weird playing a game <laughs> that looks so much like Divinity and being a wizard and having everyone just be like, "Hey, you're a wizard. What's up, man?" Like, it's just like because normally, if you mentioned you were like a magic user in Divinity, people would be like, "Fucking kill him!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But yeah, good game. Oh, um, a lot of cool situations that I'm not going to spoil because the game's so fresh still, and you should. 
really experience that shit for yourself if you like Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm like a like a loss for words just because I like it's already like a you you knew as soon as I said Baldur's Gate three is ten out of ten for Nico. <laughs> the fact oh, they didn't make man. a fart noise at all during talking about this game. I mean, <laughs> Zach, it's probably the best game. Oh god, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah. I'm 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 very very much looking forward to playing it. Um, oh, um, uh, speaking of the other best game of the day de- of the year. Um, I, I I like beat all the challenges in Tony Hawk. Oh, nice. other than all, all uh, or those the the ones they list as like veteran, legendary, or whatever, like right. that one. Uh, I still am working on my ten thousand fucking grab tricks, whatever the fuck you call them. That those fucking challenges, I just even as someone who is still playing that game, fucking like you know a lot getting those trick challenges is going to take a lot I, uh, of I flip like... trick like twice as much as I grab I, I realized because I already got the, the flip trick one Yeah, because yeah. that one just came organically um, right now I just have this ridiculous style where I like will play a session and just do like non-stop indies over and over and over across the ground <laughs> yeah. just trying to buff up my grabs but I, yeah. I try to squeeze in like a third grab when I get in the air and usually eat shit but sometimes I can pull it off <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the thing. You get a feel for like exactly how many tricks you can pull off in one air when, or you know, like depending on whether you have special or not as well. It's um, and it's always like that thing where you're like, I could just get one more in here, and then you always fuck up. Oh um, no, not a not a did, stiffy. That's not what I meant to do. And then you eat shit. <laughs> did you also play session this week? Oh yeah, I played a little seen bit of session. Play some session. Um, it's a lot less shitty than i remember it being but it still feels like a bare bones kind of game i mean it's 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 very bare bones i i quite like session i played a bunch of that for um that skateboarding video i did like uh months back it's definitely like i liked it more than skater xl um mainly because it kind of feels like skate actually he can at least get it to feel like skate which is all i want like so what happened to just wanting a normal skate like skateboarding game that feels like skate again now everyone's trying to be like nah dude it's more it's like above and beyond skate it's like that's not what i want just make it skate <laughs> like yeah i mean well i don't need your simulation like, so, so, I, I i do that in real life it, it's hard enough skateboarding in real life <laughs> i i i, I want to kick ass when i play it in video game form like like i mean i i emulated skate 3 recently and there's still there's very little that actually feels like that like skate 3 is tight on a level that you know, se- session and Skater XL is like it's weird that that game is even one one point at this stage. It, like I I played that for that video and was like, this is fucking nothing. Like this is, I mean, the, the skating is okay at best, but there's zero content. And then they were like, oh, but one point is like right around the corner. And then I played one point and I thought there is zero content in this game. Um. It's it's a very very fucking weird scenario with Skater XL, but Session like it is going for a thing, and it does that like it's janky as all hell at times, but it's going for a thing which is like we are fucking simulating skating, like this is a skate sim, like in in the way that like you know skate skate is kind of just a slightly weightier Tony Hawk in in the sense that it's still 
quite arcadey in what you're doing. It's just slightly more involved in how you do the tricks, and therefore it's slightly more grounded in the tricks you can do. Like you're not pulling off, you're not pulling off like crazy like million string combos or whatever. But you're you can still do some crazy stuff in that game, and it feels arguably better in some cases in Skate because you worked slightly harder for it. But like Session takes it to the next level of like no, you're you're going to like your your reward for for grinding this rail you're going to work your fucking ass off to grind this rail and your reward for it is going to be the knowledge that you have grinded this rail and it's like yeah that's that's, that's about kind of like what skating is what skating actually is which is like yeah you just it, you know you're you kind of just do the the thing over and over and over again until you can do it and then it's like you know th- that's the satisfaction of it, and I think you can make you can you can make the argument that like, well, doing that in a video game with these kinds of controls isn't necessarily like the most fulfilling thing in the world, but it's it's going for a thing, and I can respect that. That it kind of like, you know, I I played that for a fair bit and was like, yeah, you know, when when I when I do nail that that grind and kick flip off of it with something and like that's that felt really good to to do because i spent fucking ages like lining up that fucking run and doing it over and over again it's like yeah i don't know i i i quite like session i i I, it's it's not a game that i'm going to be returning to forever but like it's it's cool the soundtrack's really good as well like it's weird fucking like like super underground hip-hop in a lot of cases and some like way more underground punk than you'd expect from something like Tony Hawk or something like that. Um, it's all and it's kind of like grimy, like the music, the 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 setting, the the kind of vibe of it all is kind of grimy in a way that I can kind of appreciate. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I quite like it. Answers session. the question I've had for a few years: of whatever happened to heroin skateboards? And uh, <laughs> well, they, they, yeah. they've put some of their stuff in here, I guess. It's, it's... <laughs> random all right yeah yeah um, i'm seeing a lot of recent reviews that say it's like abandonware is, is it wait sessions abandonware yeah, that's what people are saying i could just be people being angry in the reviews weird like, uh, people are just saying like it hasn't been updated in a while it feels like they might have just like stopped working on it yeah i mean i, I haven't heard anything about about that fucking about that game in in ages like but you know what they have is is a fairly neat little thing that you know does what you maybe want from like maybe what you want from that kind of game which is like a sim it is a skating sim um yeah and it's very unforgiving in that sense and uh kind of insane so, you know going like not really fast at all and like lightly brushing against a park bench and dying basically <laughs> yeah and, just and, gives and, up yeah, man yeah. he just crumples <laughs> it's like yeah you, you, yeah it's because it's, it's not even like okay you you slightly hit the car the curb and then you kind of like oh trip up, up trip up off your skateboard and like fumble around a bit it's like you touch the fucking curb and your your guy just kind of flops off the skateboard face first into the ground it's it's pretty fucking hilarious. He doesn't hilarious. even put his hands uh, out to stop it. Like, yeah, it's just like, man, he just takes that ball. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I like that game a lot. Um, 
I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. Um, and then when we come back, uh, I've got a couple of games I still want to, like Trackmania as well. Oh, yeah, uh, I played some of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and, so we'll talk uh, about and that, that uh, the, the, you got to talk about Genshin Impact, man. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've got to tell me what the fuck that game is. <laughs> it's weird, is what it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll do that in a, in a couple of minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, aye, so, uh, yeah, Trackmania. It's a game, alright. Looks it, like it, a game. It, it do be a game. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I, so, I mean, I've, 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 you know, praised Trackmania to hell and back. We talked a little for, bit about it last episode, I think. Was it last episode or the one before? Maybe it was last episode. Was like yeah, it was last more, episode, yeah. yeah. I remember you telling me um, that, which is what kicked me off into checking it out as well. And uh, <laughs> why are they doing it that way? <laughs> it's my only question. Like, yeah, I mean, it was it was actually it was it was. I always knew it was a mess, but like talking to you about it, like uh, you know, just when you were, when you started playing and you were we were messaging on Discord, I was like, we, we you know, going through all the ways in which it's a mess. Like you realize. You can't change your skins in this game unless you go for the highest tier option. That was insane like, to me. I just, I just don't want to. Like, I just didn't want to be the default. I'm not asking for something fancy. Like, I just wanted to change my car to like solid green, and it let me, yeah, 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 and yeah. it let me make a solid green skin and save it. And then when I went to like skins, which took me fucking forever to find, like how to actually change it, or where I assume I'd be allowed to change it, you know, if I so, if I had shelled out the. 30 bucks whatever <laughs> like <laughs> damn well so wait, well so, so this is the thing like i have made skins in this game i cannot figure out how to equip them i think I, should, I think I, you got to pay right no i mean but i i have paid i, oh, you paid, like, I have the, big the, thing? the oh shit so so i think that might just just be a ui issue like <laughs> that's not like, good it's it's, it, it's fucking abysmal honestly it's like User created content has been the fucking underpinning of all of Trackmania at this stage. Like, it's you know obviously the the, the driving model is fantastic, and you know the sense of speed that you get. I love it. Yeah, like the game is, is amazing. Uh, barring the snowy, slidey levels, I love it. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which were those original? I, I, I think I already asked you this, but I kind of forgot what you said. So, is that new to the series? Because I don't remember shit. Like that. <laughs> So, uh, so those those are so, so, so Trackmania Trackmania twenty twenty is fucking weird. Like this is meant to be a remake of Trackmania Nations, which was like two thousand and six, I want to say. But the the track like the, the you know the tracks that you do in the solo mode are not the same, and they introduce a bunch of weird shit. Like you now get like the ice wasn't in the original. Okay. As far as I remember, no, I, like, like, I, really, I, never, I really don't think it was. Because it was like on the third tutorial thing, and I like couldn't even pass the tutorial for it. And I was like, <laughs> I, I'm like, have I, I always sucked? Like, has this been in the series the, the, and I just blocked on my mind? Like, I feel dumb. The tutorial for this game is so fucking bad. Like, it, it, and it's, you know, the, the series has never had good tutorials before. Yeah, I, it, literally, I, I, um, the way I got good at, like, playing the tracks is, like, I just learned to always, like, Hold the trigger really fast on my controller in succession, <laughs> like to like to like turn corners, and that's how I yeah, get my yeah, gold yeah, medals. Yeah. 
Like, you, you, or, yeah, you can just, you, or you can, like, what I found is that you can kind of hold down the accelerator and you can brake while you're holding the accelerator, so you're just, you're braking for the exact amount of time that you can just zoom right back off again. Um, I, I don't have any evidence to support this, but I have a theory that holding forward on the left stick makes you go <laughs> slightly faster. Dude, I could just be tripping, but, like, uh, I swear I to God something changes <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i have i haven't seen anything to do with that but i it could very well be maybe it's just i learned to keep doing that whenever i went off jumps so that i wouldn't uh backflip and land on uh like the top of my car you know <laughs> yeah it's always a problem but like so this game has certain things where like you can get booster something up versus booster something down yeah but and it's like what is all that shit so 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 booster booster force down or whatever essentially like cements your car to the ground like you you drive as normal speed but say you're going up like a curved ramp that you you would just attach yourself to that like you wouldn't need to worry about like maintaining your momentum it would just cement you to that um whereas booster force up or whatever it's called it essentially lets you like if you do a jump then you will glide further from it but it's like it's a really weird way to to call that and it's never actually explained neither is the best way to navigate the fucking ice like you say like the ice is a really like there's a reason like, so it's, the, I, don't, way- I, I feel also i just want to say like i i understand that the the like me hating the ice is sort of one of those get good moments where like there is an art to it and like there is a like sure, there's yeah. a way to like own that shit but like, like it's yeah, just yeah. very hard for me to wrap my head around it cuz like um i got into like a weird spot where i was kind of like figuring it out like my i just kind of started flailing around and eventually realized like if i started trying to like kind of go against it it would kind of even me out and stuff but like yes it, it's yeah, just yeah. something i just don't want in my track mania you know it's like it, yes yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a very it's, it's a very um like whenever those tracks cycle around i would always just go Ugh, uh this this is not cuz cuz it's 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 the ones where it's the ones where you feel you're in the least control of it. Like it's it, even yeah. when I feel like I've kind of got a good grasp on where I am in it, like in, in when I'm turning into a corner or something, it could just at any second, it feels like they put them like three fourths into a track around. too. And it's just a run killer too. You're just like, Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, well, whooping so, so, ass up until this so, fucking slide. <laughs> so, so that's the interesting part about this because they just cycled around the tracks, which is the whole thing about Trackmania 2020, which is that this is a, a quote-unquote live service. This is... So they, they when they released it, they had Summer 2020, which was a series of 20... Or what was it? Like 25 tracks or something? It was like five the, per color ranking, whatever that yes, their color system yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, it's the difficulty, essentially, like the... Yeah. Green, white, um, black, red, whatever. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, like, they had the summer 2020 tracks, and they just cycled them around, like, about a week ago to the fall 2020 tracks, and I hadn't checked them out yet. I, I didn't actually realize that it happened, because I hadn't, boot- that I hadn't was booted my it up in a couple of weeks. tracks, yeah. Yes. And I think those tracks are substantially weaker than the summer ones. Um, they are they are longer, for one, which is, like, it, you know, it's it's a weird thing, because that shouldn't really matter, but I think that track mania tracks work best when they are short focused things that not necessarily like you, you can go into the multiplayer and get a bunch of like 10 second tracks and those are too short, but it's like, you know, you, you, you want it to be kind of focused enough that 
you can that you can focus on just like optimizing every single corner of that run whereas these ones kind of just sprawl for a long time so you can't really focus on that kind of moment to moment optimization and also there's a lot more ice ones <laughs> which is yeah. like it, it, it like it, it, you know you were talking about the ice and i was thinking like yeah, but ice wasn't like that big an inclusion in like it, it didn't feature that heavily in the tracks and then i was like oh shit the new tracks and, it, and yeah playing through it, i was like man there's a lot of ice here <laughs> which you know it just it, um, it was just i normally can get like almost 10 tracks in without breaking a sweat trying to get gold medals on the tracks and mm-hmm. in this one by the third track which was my first ice level i was like i i think i have to settle for bronze like i can't do it like it's, yeah and i hate the, 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 that's my biggest pet peeve in trackman is leaving something without a gold i have yep, to gold everything yep. that's my that's like, my personal uh, policy the the gold times in 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 trackmania 2020 or in the fall 20 in the fall ones anyway it's a big ass are like way way more brutal than the summer ones were like i i you know got all golds in the in the summer ones i got some plat you know the kind of because you can get gold and then you if you get uh an even faster time than that like you can get this kind of secret author medal which is like you beat the author of the track essentially nice um that's the shit i love but it's also like that's the thing. I like, I might I, just I, download I, like Turbo again over this, just because I because like that was a great yeah. single player track mania. Like, just, well, that, like see, the first that, half at least. But like that, that's part of like the infuriating thing about this. It's like track mania should be like fucking huge. Like you have the mechanical base of like this really simple, like but simple to learn, but incredibly, incredibly high skill ceiling. You know, like you yeah. you can just optimize the shit out of those games. But also, like, have a good time at whatever level. But they've obfuscated it in such fucking bullshit. Like, you know, you can barely figure out the fucking menus in this game. And it's like horrible. They are garbage. So bad. It's like like, you can't tell where you are, even if you're using mouse and keyboard. I don't even know how that makes sense, but it does. (laughs) Like, 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 I I will be lost on the screen. I mean, I'm I, using I, my I, have, <laughs> I, I have heard, I have heard from like reliable sources that they are like looking at that, like, but it's, it's <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Should, they should not, they they should not have released it like that. That is like it's fucking embarrassing. It's, 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 That's embarrassing. Like, track, track, track mania menus and like they they had like the whole mania planet thing, which was like its own separate launcher that you could launch all the modules of track mania. Like track mania has always been a fucking mess in terms of how it's been released. But like, twenty twenties one, like beyond even the subscription, it's like they 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 explain nothing. Like it, you go into the tutorial of the training mode, and it's like if you're like, okay, I want to practice the ice level. There's nothing to tell you that that like whatever number like one to twenty six what one of those is the ice one and there's no explanation in there as to how to best navigate the ice it's like it's a fucking mess and that is borne out in the fact that like you know you can still play nations it's a free-to-play game that you can still download on steam which is this is meant to be the remake of and is a completely different game and you can get in there and there are people still playing that version over this one and there's still people playing Trackmania Stadium, and still people playing Trackmania uh, fucking Canyon. There's no one playing fucking 
Lagoon, the one that came out in 2017. It, the, like, the one I've put like 10 hours into because I like Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the one, one I like. One, like, I, 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 I really feel like, I'm alone in there. I, that, I, I, yeah, I, I, I fucking love Lagoon. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I, I really wish more people played Lagoon. Lagoon is just it's, me it's, and Hamish doing donuts sadly. <laughs> wishing there was other people to race <laughs> i remember capturing footage for the track manual review i did a couple of months ago and it was just the amount of times it would be like i would get to the podium and it would just be my car there and it's like it would say you know it come up with the leaderboard and say like this does not count as a win because there are not enough players it's yeah like, oh fuck me then it's like, it's like well get more players then don't be so shite um but uh yeah, it just it is, it is a it, it is a fucking like it, it, yeah mess is the way to describe that game because it's like that that should be the biggest game on the fucking planet and it isn't and it's I think you know people people in the comments were like but it's big in France and I'm like <laughs> great cool but it should be big worldwide like the the, the gameplay of this series is. <laughs> It's potentially France. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like all right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I hate France. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's making it low. I'm lowering my opinion of the franchise now. <laughs> we're, we're bringing back that. I was actually, I was just installing meme. this. I'm actually deleting my my safe. <laughs> I'm actually requesting it be removed from my Steam library. Now that I know. Oh man, yeah. It's it's like. It's it's really kind of depressing, almost like the the fact that like and the thing is, you know, people are talking, people are focusing so much on the fact that like there's a subscription fee and stuff, and I'm like, the subscription fee is like the least of my fucking problems with Seriously? this. The fact that it's, well, it's, yeah, I don't it's know. True. It's, it's, no, it's true though. Like that was the thing. I was like, man, I'll I'll pay them like forever if they just make this game good. <laughs> like, like, yeah, that, well, I, want, them, I like, want them to do well. Like, I'd gladly like, pay like sixty for this if it was good. I don't know. Like, like yeah, I mean, well, if if you're if you're if you're saying that like this is going to be constantly updated with new content and stuff, and I pay half of a full price game every year to play a game that I've already put I've put more time into Trackmania twenty twenty than I do into most fucking like full price games, and I've paid half of what I do for those games. It's like, and and you know, if if I pay that every year, like that. I'm fine with that model. Like, I don't actually care that much about the fact it's, oh, they, they've ruined it, they made it a subscription. Like, it's fine. Like, uh, you know, I, I I will happily pay for that. But it's just so, like, the surrounding stuff is, is what really gets to me because it's like, you really don't want people playing this game. You don't want people paying this subscription that you're not calling a subscription, but it definitely is a subscription. Like, it's, I'm afraid this game will, like, murder Trackmania. <laughs> Because, like, yeah, they're just yeah. going to look at the results of this because there can't be that many people playing it. And they're just going to be like, yeah, nobody likes this shit. And I'm like, yeah, because you fucking made it horror. Like, you made it a weird Frankenstein yeah. of shit with pay models that make no sense. Like, I, I put in that nine ninety nine because I, I wasn't allowed to, like, race. I wanted to try those Mario Kart tracks that sucked. Um, <laughs> the Mario Kart tracks. They, 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 they're really fucking keen on foregrounding those Mario Kart tracks, like in every fucking mode. That, and because it like, must be like everybody really who plays this game goes like, "Whoa, Mario Kart!" and then they click it. <laughs> it must be like the most popular one, just because of that. And then you go, "Oh man, it's like this is terrible for they're, Trackmania." Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're just like flat tracks. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, like the, the the one that's in the shape of the Yoshi from Double Dash was one of the ones I played, and I was like, "Man, this this uh, level is so fun in Mario Kart," and it's like the complete yeah. opposite. In it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> one of my favorite Mario Kart tracks. And it's just like, no, this sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> but that but that you know that speaks to how kind of unique Trackmania is in its like in its handling model and and its sense of speed. Like there are very few games that kind of that that nail that that kind of feel of racing so well. Like it, it, it's it's like I know I I kind of said it last time, but like it, I, the way I de- the way I always define Trackmania is like it's like setting up Hot Wheels tracks and like just letting your cars like fly around them except you're in total control of that car and it's like there are no other real games like that like it's it's, so like trackmania is in such a unique position because it's like maybe one of the best racing games i've ever played in in a weird way it's like Like low-key one of the greatest like racing games of all time probably or franchises whatever you want to call it it's just like but the they just can't fucking get it like right shit. in terms of, like, yeah, it's it, like because th- this is technically a Ubisoft game. And oh yeah, oh don't, don't remind me because the icon on my desktop, the the logo for this game is just the Ubisoft logo, which speaks loads about the state of this yeah, game. Yeah, which is just hilarious yeah, for to sure. me. Not that ridiculous yeah, TM right. logo they have that's garbage, but <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Like when I downloaded Trackmania and I was like, "Oh, where's the icon? I'm gonna, I want to play it." And then I found the Ubisoft icon that said Trackmania under it. I'm just like, "You." Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, oh God, but yeah, like so. So like, I think they own Nadeo or something, which like are the developers or, or Trackmania. It's but I got it through Epic Games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though yeah, Ubisoft like, is all about their dumb launcher that sucks, but 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 they st- like so I launch it through Epic, which then launches Uplay. Yep. Same here. And I'm like, the, and and so you you can also you can stream this game on um on a uh, GeForce Now. And Nvidia's streaming service, and it, again, it's like it it opens up fucking Uplay. Just like what the, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck is the gaming industry? I don't know. France, you're big fans. Uh, do yeah, something about I, this. Help the series. We 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 have definitely um, made ourselves seem very welcoming to the French audience. <laughs> the old podcast me of you hating the French. I am. Uh... <laughs> And, 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 and honestly, after my fucking experience being in Paris and getting a fucking apple thrown at my leg, <laughs> I, I'm fucking with you. Fuck the French. <laughs> just, I've had too many bad brushes, man. I can't. I know it's anecdotal, oh. but this is my life. <laughs> so, we can only be honest. Exactly. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I'm speaking my mind. Uh, if, if any French listeners, we don't hate you specifically. It's... No, it's not. It's not. It's not a person to person thing. You don't get it, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Fuck a, you. It's you don't sta- get it. It's a state of mind. <sighs> like we don't have time to get into this. <laughs> oh uh, god. Oh, did yeah. I just? Okay, I I downloaded this thinking this <laughs> this was a free game, but I think I just accidentally installed the Doctor Disrespect <laughs> character for this game, Rogue Company. <laughs> Um, what the fuck is Rogue Company? Well, I, I opened up Epic Games because I was looking at the Trackmania thing in my library, and then I went to the store, and it's just this picture of Doctor Disrespect, like flying <laughs> backwards, fuck? shooting a gun, screaming, and it says Rogue Company, and I was like, "What the fuck's that?" And I clicked it, and then it said Rogue Company free. But I think I just downloaded an, a, a Doctor Disrespect ever, add-on for a game I don't own. But did they ever find out why that guy got banned from Twitch? No, but I mean, he could have burned that many bridges. He's in a game on the front of the Epic Store. <laughs> oh man but uh yeah I, I, uh, <laughs> so 
Now, now I gotta figure out how to get rid of that add-on. <laughs> oh man, the Epic Store sucks, but it's not really... for the reasons that people think it sucks. No, no, it's, like it's I'll, I'll, I like if, if there's a game I can only play on there, like who gives a shit? But it's just like it, yeah, it just yeah. sucks on like a UI level and like yes, responsiveness yes, exactly, yeah. level and shit. It's really weird. It's terrible. It's really fucking bad. Like no, no one can get a fucking store store UI right. Even Steam, Steam was there maybe... for like half a year one time in like yes. 2007, and then it got really bad laggy again, and then they've like doubled down on putting animated images and shit all over Steam, so it's oh, never going to run right ever. So it's like... It's, it, like, but then, you know, like everyone else is like worse. Yeah, like, it's, Steam, it's, it's Steam weird. Steam is the best and it's bad. It's like... They, Steam at least is like I've been here and you're all gonna use me no matter what so I don't really have to change I'm old but everyone yeah, else yeah. has doesn't have that excuse they're all like I just arrived and I suck <laughs> like, <laughs> remember when the Epic Games launcher was literally just that thing that had like Fortnite on it and then uh, yep, yep what was like the other was that the one that had Unreal yeah uh, <laughs> remember Unreal the Unreal tournament <laughs> remember remember the grand return of the Unreal tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, remember, remember Quake. God, now I'm just thinking of all the fucking bad resurrected shoot. Remember Quake Champions? Oh God! Remember, I never. I, remember I never Unreal? That. Remember that one that was like a MOBA and everyone had robot arms? What the fuck was that? Pal- Palladium? What the fuck was that called? Um, there's been so fucking many at this point. I can't actually pinpoint any. Radical Heights. <laughs> Radical Heights could have been good. They told him not to release it, that he'd lose a bunch of money, and he said, "I'm Cliffy B." <laughs> Remember, we saw him at the PC gaming show, and he was like really, really short, <laughs> like <laughs> just like really short. Cliffy B is my most. I swear, I just saw that guy, game developer person in my life. I swear, I see Cliffy yeah, B yeah, like yeah, everywhere yeah. I go. <laughs> I see Cliffy's. Does he, wait, does, he, does, does he live in LA? No, I don't. I don't know. He seems like an LA guy or like a Toronto guy. Either one of those. <laughs> Don't even ask her what that means. Oh man! He's got that wild um, Toronto LA energy going on in his in his ra- actions. Radical he- Radical Heights could have been a really good battle royale game. I actually had like quite a bit of fun playing that game for like the week it existed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, you know it had some interesting things going for it in terms of player placement on a map and. Uh, yeah, it, like, and the, again, you know, like, the way that progression would be handled between matches, like, you could invest money, you could you could save, you could stole money away in order to spend it in later matches and stuff, like, so, it was, it, yeah, it was interesting, it was really cool, but, not really cool, but, you know, it was fucking fantastic. Coolest thing um, I've ever seen no, in my it lo- life. It looked like a fucking PS2 game. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, I don't know, but, um what else have i been playing um well oh yeah fucking genshin impact oh, yeah. tell me what the genshin fuck genshin, genshin impact. impact uh nobody says that in the game <laughs> I, I i just think that would be a cool thing genshin impact. that weird voice the tekken 3 voice <laughs> enter the genshin <laughs> chicken <laughs> oh, i love that man. guy but i, wonder, yeah, so, I always so, wonder so, what the fuck that guy's up to <laughs> yeah exactly it's it probably a radar or something yeah, imagine, I, I, like it didn't dawn on me until quite recently that's probably like a japanese guy too like, like doing like cool english yeah, yeah. voice <laughs> enter the tekken 
they like they like distorted a bit. What a cool voice! Kind of. When I was a kid, I I always got in like arguments. With people, I, I would always be like, "That's Yoshimitsu talking. That's what Yoshimitsu said. That's Yoshi, he's the narrator." People would be like, "No, it's not." And then I just, yeah. I swear, I, I thought it was Yoshimitsu. Anyways, Genshin Impact. Yeah. So so like so I have so this is a thing that I saw a bunch of fucking YouTube ads for, and it looked like any other fucking mobile game where like anime mobile game where they have this really like lavishly produced anime cutscene essentially or something like that for a game that like you know there there were plenty of fucking anime games that like just well-developed characters and stuff but then you were basically just playing on a mobile screen and and i, I was thinking oh this is going to be one of those and then everyone started fucking talking about genshin impact it's because I- it's like at, like for being a free to play like weird mobile mobile first other port second kind of game feeling game it's like yeah it's giving you a lot more to fuck around with for free than any other game and it's right. partially from the fact that it one billion percent is shamelessly just is it stealing no it's stealing like, <laughs> it's not stealing but like like just someone in that studio played breath of the wild and they were quite taken with that game <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I, I don't think they're hiding. Like, it's, it's clearly the wearing it, their influence on their sleeve thing. But it's like hilarious. It is literally just Breath of the Wild what? with less polish a little bit, and then that, that was, that where was you thing. collect like, anime people's, you know, attractive anime people to run around and uh, fight like near with well, yeah, that, minus so, yeah, minus so the, the shooting like, bullet hell thing with the triggers but yeah. so I, I was i was thinking like oh this is a fucking like weird gacha mobile game where they you know it, it, it it's gonna play like crap or whatever and then people were saying like oh yeah it's like breath of the wild and near and i'm like what the fuck like it's, what am i what am i missing out on here like it's hilarious i mean you are correct it is a gacha game gotcha gacha i don't know how gotcha um they got they gotcha, gotcha. um but i i i've i in reading reviews, it sounds like the very late stages of that game are where the uh, ceiling collapses in on you, and the game goes, "All right, fucking pay me." But you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like the uh, <laughs> you no no you don't understand, buddy. You're, I'm getting something out of you. Like that's a, apparently the game does that by the end. But like I think that's what's blowing people's minds is this is like one of those games where you can stave that shit off for a really long time. <laughs> like like really long time like like so it's the it's the Tekken card tournament of gacha games well see here's the thing i guess it's kind of neat it's like all right like you're probably eventually going to hit that part where you're probably going to have to pay shell out something to progress otherwise unless you're going to want to grind for eternity but here's the thing it's like all right let's say you say all right fuck you game i'm not paying you and the game goes oh well and you're just locked out of the rest of the game but you have like this giant breath of the wild map to fuck around on and explore yeah, and yeah. pick up like goofy things and yeah, you know, they got the recipe shit, and they got uh, the glider too, all that, like all that stuff. And then they've got their own version of the Korok seeds, and all those collectibles feed into other collectibles, which then you use to buy things in the store. You know how this shit goes. Yeah, um, yeah. And they give you that first little, you know, everybody gets a first little taste, eh? You know, they give you the, <laughs> they give you like ten at once, and just like whoa, I hit all that dopamine because you're unlocking all these anime people who you're that person had four stars under their name i'm sure they're good Um, (laughs) i have like a shit ton of characters and i have not put a dime in this game like that's what's surprising is i'm waiting for like when the the other foot drops in this and i just get like like it's like oh you don't have you didn't roll like a one in a million chance to get like dingo the the greatest character in this game you know like (laughs) like 
I seem to have like the whole set of people. It feels like I don't. I don't know how many characters in this game. But I got like nine people, <laughs> and uh, you you, have, you roll around in, like a party of four, and on the D pad you can just like swap to them, and they're they feel like slightly different class slots, and it's that's where they, it feels a little bit more nearish, where it's like yeah, you have yeah. like kind of the heavy person who like uses like claymores and does like the heavy spins that take a while to wind up, and these protector shields, and then there's other like people like lance people, there's bow people short sword people and they you know it, it's probably like at the end of the day like five reskinned classes but like that's fine for a game like this that's all you want like in you know certain quests will require you to probably have a different party layout or there's element stuff at play too like there's certain quests i i went on a quest where i couldn't really progress in it unless i had an ice guy and i had an ice guy right, i just yeah. didn't put him in my party i swapped him in and then he could freeze the water so i could climb up this thing so imagine if you took the those abilities in Breath of the Wild and made them like character specific, so you had to like make a party loadout to use all those, you know, like the magnetism, the freezing, like that stuff. It's just character right. specific. Like it, it's funny. Like it, like I'm not really doing a disservice to the game saying it's really just like Breath of the Wild. It's like it's it's, <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's Chinese mobile game Breath of the Wild. Like you know, if that doesn't sound appealing to you, no need to play this game. But like, I I I, I was kind of interested just because I saw um. Like so many people talking about it to the point where I was like, man, this yeah, seems yeah. like really, be- yeah, because like I did the same thing, which was like, hey, it's a mobile phone game, you know, probably gonna make a killing on that, but no, but nobody I know is ever gonna play it. Like one of those games yeah, yeah, makes yeah. a billion dollars, but I've never met a human being who's ever played it. And uh, this <laughs> is like yeah, the complete then, opposite. Yeah. Everyone's screaming about it. Like Jeff Gerstmann loves this game. <laughs> it seems like yeah, I, I, I saw that, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like. This seems like the opposite kind of game that you yeah, would like. Yeah, it's like but... an anti-Gerstman game, and it's just like, that, that, that one got me, I was like, man, that's weird. Anything that does something weird like that, where like it upsets the, the balance of the force, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah, I gotta yeah. at least investigate. Like, and it is free. Oh, it's on PC, and it connects to my phone, too? Like, oh, sweet. Like, <laughs> Well, so, so have you played on a phone? Yeah, I, I've been doing both. Been hopping in and out. Right, okay. Uh, just see, I, mainly just like see like kind of how... Um, convenient that is it's pretty fast it's like it's yeah you yeah. hop in you hop out um not a lot of online shit to do i think like the world resets eventually chests will always come back which is kind of neat because i think rarity like the same level rarity of chest will reappear eventually right which is cool for grinding if you're one of those nutty grinders which i'm sure all of us playing this will turn into before we get help and break out of the game's clutches um <laughs> it's it's you know like like that like breath of the wild near it does it doesn't nearly rise to the highs those games hit yeah definitely but it's it's like a brilliant emulation like a brilliant like rip off to the point where i'm like "Eh, nintendo might sue someone here maybe (laughs) (laughs) well you see i I don't know like that's the thing where where i've I've seen people say like you know things like it's pretty simplistic in its combat and stuff yeah for sure i mean okay so you gotta remember it's it's built to be used in a phone screen always like have that in the back of your mind so like all those abilities are going to be within your right or you know right thumbs length basically Mm -hmm. and yeah it's simple you got normal attack and then you've got like special elemental power that recharges every 20 seconds or you know x depending on who you are it's different times and then uh, as you do damage, another big attack gains meter, and then you unleash it, and it's a big explosion type thing. And then you, and then you got the the dash forward button that also doubles as the run button. You got a climbing meter. Yeah. You got stamina to take advantage of. Uh, collectibles feed into making your max stamina hop up. 
<laughs> it's it's like all stuff. Like if you explain Breath of the Wild, you're also explaining Genshin Impact. <laughs> it's like right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. I mean, it's I'll still cool. Like, check this out. That's the yeah. thing. I'm 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 not promising you a life changing thing, but it's an interesting oddity from this year. And for me specifically, it's kind of more like odd kind of like an exotic adventure for me in terms of video games because i don't yeah. normally tread into these games like at all like uh yeah, yeah. Th- th- this type of anime thing is not my kind of anime i find this shit groan inducing i am skipping through all the dialogues i cannot stand these fuckos but uh you know <laughs> it's 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 one of those addicting games it's 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 just neat um to see something like this gets so much attention from so many people globally too yeah for sure yeah definitely it's that that's been kind of the 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 main reason i've even been curious about it is just the amount of people going fucking ham on this shit it's like all right cool um there there, oh not to get people confused i said there's not a lot of online going on there is like a co-op thing but it's not like a mmo like you don't like see other dudes running you uh there's like dungeons that you go in and that's when it kind of becomes less like um breath of the wild because it's more of like just like a run and kill everything in the dungeon get to the end dungeon and mm-hmm. i think there that's where you can have like co-op parties and you can have uh, three other like friends of yours play and i believe there's cross play on all of them cross save on everything except ps4 so if you started on ps4 you're fucking restarting on anything else Ooh, yeah so careful of that. Um, that might get yeah. fixed, but yeah, it's because it's like connected to your email address on all the other ones, but it's connected straight to your PSN account, and there's no crossing that. I looked this up, right? Because there was a special glider that says you can only get it if you have the PS4 version. I was like, I got a PS4. I just get that glider while playing the game. I just install it while I'm playing the game, and I then looked <laughs> that up, and I was like, oh, no point. But uh, yeah. So if you start on PS4, just stay on PS4. That's the only bummer. Like you can't uh have that nice crossplay of the phone to PC thing like I've been doing. Yeah, yeah. It's neat. I don't know how I feel about playing a Breath of the Wild type game on a phone. It's a, yeah. it's a little too tiny for me to like but, take but, in that big ass world. I mean, I played the majority of Breath of the Wild on on a Wii U tablet. <laughs> well, like... you're a madman. That's just <laughs> <laughs> You're like one of the five people who played Breath of the Wild that way. <laughs> Hey, you know, the, the the video that I got out of that paid for my fucking Switch, so it's like... Oh, there you go. Just, uh, so it worked out. <laughs> um. <laughs> I always forget you played it on there. I, I have just a copy of that saran-wrapped perfectly, never to be opened on Wii U. <laughs> you lived it. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't that version, like, ironically, technically superior because you could uh, have your inventory open? Or could you not? Uh, I at the can't. End? I, 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 no, no, was it? I don't know. I can't, I, I, I can't actually remember. Because, like, you know, they made it for Wii U first, and, like, that was always, like, the yes. best part about Wii U games, like, well, it, having, like, the pause menu just kind of open on your lap at all times, so you never had to stop so, playing. So that, that was the thing. It was, it was, they, they, they took away that Wii U functionality so it could work on the Switch, if I remember correctly. Oh. Um, so, yeah. So the Wii U, the Wii U version could have been better. The Switch held the Wii U version back crazy so there you go <laughs> uh, waiting for the little brother yet again exactly that's, that's exactly yeah oh man but um yeah i don't know yeah uh, i i mean i i i'm trying to think of what else i actually played oh um i've been messing around the last like month or two with this little game slash toy slash chill out thing called townscaper 
Oh, right. Okay. Um, and it's literally just like a grid. And you just click on the grid and it just creates like little buildings and stuff. And they connect okay. to each other and uh, you can make them go super high up or vertical. And it's like a... It gets updated every once in a while. Uh, it's really hard to explain. Like you literally just build the town and I find it very relaxing and just kind of cool. Uh, nice. I can show you a picture to understand kind of how cool it is. Okay. It just has like a neat art style. It's very like pleasant. Kind of looks like a Zelda village in a weird way. Like just... You just click around. Um, it's not random. It's it, it's also not on a strict grid. The thing kind of like oh, naturally okay. curves, and you just build shit like this aimlessly and take a picture of it. it doesn't I don't even think they save. Um, it's just neat, and I think it's just sure. like a couple people working on it. Just one person. Yeah, I think it's just one person. It's someone's name is the developer. It's neat. Yeah, sure. Well, I'll I'll buy that. Yeah, it's like it's just like um, it, it, literally. I can't call it anything really more than like a toy. There's no game in this. It's just like. You do that. You can make ridiculous. I don't know. There's a. It's just also like a, one of those weird bright pockets of like a very very positive Steam community because it's just a bunch right. of people going, oh, "Look at my cool town." Everyone's like, "That's a cool looking town," <laughs> and that's it. Like, this is, hey, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I played um, so I yeah actually I I played a bit of Star Wars Squadrons. Oh yeah, I keep um, forgetting that's out. Yeah, it's um so I I've only played a couple of missions um and I played in VR because I heard that was like that was a thing and I was like man that is the way I'm playing this fucking game is in VR cuz I want to be in the cockpit of a fucking tie fighter or, or X-wing or something and yeah it kind of fucking rules in that regard um the only thing being that like you can't use the Oculus touch controllers with it Oh, so please. so like I for for context I have a, I have an Oculus Quest that I hook up to my PC uh via link cable um and uh so that allows me to play the the kind of PC VR games and everything but um uh but you can you know you can use like an Xbox controller so like the the problem arises when it's like I guess I kind of wish that it was more touchy feely than it actually is it's very kind of like okay you press the up button and then your guy kind of like handles you see the hand fly up and do all the control panels th- stuff and i'm like i should be doing that i should be the one like pointing yeah. at this thing and like also that, draining you know it's kind of yeah. shit that makes your brain hurt in vr too like when you get that di- like the con- holding a controller controller yes. in your hands when you're so yeah. used to the touch controllers like that, or whatever that, that, you call so those. so people People have been talking about like the the motion sickness that they get from like you know doing a barrel roll in a in a tie fighter or whatever. Like that has actually been way less of an issue for me than than the the kind of hand thing. Like weirdly, that's the thing that kind of gets me a little bit. Like oh, that's weird. Um, it's when I when when I press a button and suddenly a hand that's not mine is doing a bunch of stuff that I kind of I'm not doing. Um. Like that's where my brain kind of gets a bit like not it doesn't make me feel nauseous or anything, but it's like, um, it's weird. I think Half Life Alex really kind of trained me in terms of my VRC legs or whatever. Um, God, I still gotta play that now that I have room to play it. I I I I need to finish that game. I got sent code for that like when it released, and I played like a good three or four hours of it but uh, it was just a it was, yeah like you say it was just a space thing of like i just moved in with uh my girlfriend and stuff 
Uh, and so it was just like, okay, this is, you know, I don't want to just be <laughs> clearing out the fucking living room to, um, to, you know, play fucking Half-Life. But, um, like, the thing is, you know, Star Wars benefits from VR the same, like, it's weird because, like, the the Star Wars kind of story, like, the, the Vader, like, many, like, many series or whatever that came free with my quest was, like, the first thing I played on it. And it was like that's that that is kind of like barely a game almost, but because it, it, like it's the sense of scale that you get in VR that you just can't get when you're just looking at a screen, like that that is more than enough for me to like sell me on the experience. And it's kind of a similar thing here. Like I've seen a lot of comparisons to like the old Tie Fighter or X Wing games, and it, it's not as involved as they were. Like you know they they, they weren't like the most involved like flight simulators you could imagine but you were definitely you had a lot of things to decide between of like am i you know how how much power am i going to send to this particular thing or like power or speed like you know like that kind of thing whereas here it's just like okay i'm going to send power to speed or send power to like you know it's a very it's, it's a much more kind of like blocky thing of like it's not like how much power it's just where you are sending the power um and you know so like it's it's one of those things where i kind of don't want to play it outside of vr because it's like i feel that would kind of actually ruin it a little bit like it doesn't seem like you know it's, it's it seems like a fairly simplistic dogfighting game but um you know again i'm only a couple of missions in but playing it in vr was like really fun just to get to see the the interior of a fucking tie fighter and an x-wing like as if it was around you it's the same thing with um you know like no man's sky you know playing that game normally is like a fucking chore and it doesn't feel like there, there's no you know getting into your ship is just a button press exploring the galaxy is just like more or less a couple of button presses and stuff but as soon as you have that ship around you, like, it feels so much bigger and, like, it completely changes the way you play the game and it's like, but No Man's Sky has the thing of, like, okay, you get to use the touch controllers and, like, grab the handles and push, you know, like, that kind of stuff fucking rules. Like, it's one of those things that's really hard to sell to people that don't have experience with VR, but because you, you really can't, get that experience without actually having a headset yourself but goddamn like just the sense of scale is enough to sell me on like that is the thing that i would say to people that are skeptical of vr it's like you have never played games where a person is the size of an actual person <laughs> like you know and, and seeing that up close in your face or like you know you are in you are in a spaceship flying through the galaxy and the spaceship is the size of the spaceship and you're flying past like imperial cruisers and stuff and they are to fucking scale like it it's nuts you cannot get that kind of experience like with just looking at a screen um so yeah i don't know that that that, that is the strength of star wars squadrons it's like it puts you in that pilot seat and you feel very much like you're in that pilot seat i just wish at this stage that it kind of went a bit further in letting me kind of you know fiddle around with the controls and stuff but uh yeah that that's a weird fucking game because it's like it's got like it's mainly kind of 
it's a budget title or in the sense that it's like it's 40 dollars or something it's not got any microtransactions and it's got a fully fledged multiplayer mode and stuff um it, like I, I don't know it's, it's weird like i if it, like i don't know if i could recommend this to people that don't have vr because i haven't played it out with vr but in vr like i'm having a really good time and i will definitely be seeing the story through to completion at least um you like you could spend your money in worse ways <laughs> it's like uh so yeah i don't know it's uh it's neat um i feel like I'll get, I, see. I feel like i'll get that game on like sale or something yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it will definitely be on sale at some point. Um, I like Star Wars and, aesthetic, especially the aesthetic of that game. But it's like dogfighting games. Just like I just know me. Like I, I never put that much time into them. I get over them so fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I mean, well, it's, it, I just remember the first, the first real experience of like post Oculus VR that I, I had was when we were at E3 and it was Ace Combat and I did a barrel roll in the fucking jet <laughs> like and i felt like i was going to fucking throw up it yeah. was like <laughs> and you know i guess you know having some experience with vr now has kind of accustomed like customized me to like or uh, you know i've become accustomed to that that kind of thing um so it's not as much of an issue but like you know if you're if you're going into this and this is your first vr experience it's like doing a barrel roll in in a in a fucking something that's flying as fast as, as a jet plane or a fucking spaceship is, you're gonna fucking feel it. <laughs> it's, like, it's really fucking weird. Um but yeah, I, I, I don't know, I can't that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um can't really think of anything else. Um uh, you got anything? Oh 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 uh Super Mario thirty five oh yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, which i never um, knew when it was coming out i remember just checking the eShop every other day and just being like isn't that mario game coming out and then one day it was there and i just was like yeah and uh it's it's awesome i like i i don't understand why that's a limited time game that i could play that for a really long that, that's got like tetris 99 feeling all wait, over so it it's a, it's a it's a limited time game what the fuck is nintendo doing they're, they're nuts dude well like, i don't know what <laughs> I mean, they're just doing what they've always done, being insane. So, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. People always act like it's new when Nintendo's like insane. Like, they, yeah, I, they I have know. been out of their fucking skull since like 1991. I don't know what people are talking about. <laughs> it just it just comes in different waves. Like, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Super Mario 35 is cool, and so of course because it's cool, Nintendo's like, so I guess we should like delete it and. uh... <laughs> Cause that's just how they roll and uh but yeah it's fun like I, my only it's not even like a problem because it's it's not really like hindering my enjoyment of the game i just i don't understand how the picking of the level thing works before you start one of your 34 you versus 34 people it's like it's like pick which level you want and i always pick like a random one because you unlock them as you clear them in the match right and so everyone gets one one and then you unlock more as you beat them but yeah but, yeah during the match, you'll sometimes just like cycle back to like one one, and then and then you'll yeah, cycle back to yeah. like two two, and it's like what what is the order of this, and why why is the thing I picked never like I never even see that level. I don't know what's going on there. So so I I I had, again this is another one that I had very little idea about until I watched like the giant bomb quick look and it's and you know they were saying that like they would get um you know 
pick your level one 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 or one two or something yeah, like, like that and it's like and you like as you progress like that that screen gets filled with more levels you can pick at the beginning before you start your run and it's like yeah. i've only like 10 of those levels and i feel like i've never once started on one of the levels. everyone starts on one one but after that it's like yeah i, like, I don't know what's going on there but again i don't care because i you know like it's still just playing og mario against people and, like trying to fuck people over by killing enemies that give you more time and then plant those enemies in someone else's level. And yeah, yeah. the end of those gets hilarious because it's just you and, like, three other people playing Mario, like, as best as you can while, like, Bowser's just hopping. Like, there's three Bowser's hopping around the fucking first level. And, like, yeah. bloopers and shit and, like, all the fish flying around. And just, like, it, it just becomes chaos near the end. It's it's good. It's a good, fun time-waster game. So the thing is, like, when I when I first heard about Mario Battle Royale, I was like, oh, are they doing a thing? Like, and I heard it was, like, quite combat-heavy or something, or, like, and I was thinking, did they just, like, put a bunch of players in a fucking, like, one Mario screen, like a, like a Smash Bros. stage or something, and just have them, like, jumping on that, each other to see... I swear could... I played, like, a Flash game that did that. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, like, very recently, like, where someone, like, it was, like, a really, like, shoddy, kind of, like, like, really slapdash version of, like, Mario and... They had somehow made it so like a hundred other, like ninety nine other people could drop into the first level of Mario, and you all raced to the end, basically. Yeah, yeah. and it was chaos, and it was goofy and really janky. But I, I, sw- I cannot remember if anyone knows what that is. Can you please tell me? Because I, I'd love to like find it again now that thirty five <laughs> exists. But it, but yeah, I was, really I, was, I was surprised to see. I, I, I don't know if I was surprised or like not surprised to see that it was like, oh no, it's just thirty five people kind of playing through Mario stages at once, and you know. But the same kind of like Tetris ninety nine thing applies where Yeah. Attack you, know, you you can focus on people attacking you or yes. randomly attack people or do the guy with the least amount of time or the guy with the most coins is the other one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. The coins yeah. are important as hell because um every twenty coins you get the roulette. You get, yeah, you get the roulette and that roulette can like save your ass. Yeah, yeah. Um and you can also buy at the beginning a loadout, essentially, like for the start of your run, so you can start with a mushroom start with the fire flower start with invincibility um or start with nothing which is free but you pay some of the coins you stock up i'm a lunatic and never spend my coins uh so i never <laughs> i always just start a small mario i'm a purist <laughs> it's great oh, there's man. nothing better than like once you find an invincibility star though like like just catapulting through all the enemies that got dropped into your level and just sending them right back to the fucker who sent them to you and it's some good, <laughs> some good evil science, evil you know, mad genius shit you can do there. We just feel like the biggest piece of shit in the world, and you know, you just made someone mad on the other end of the internet. You know what online gaming was for? Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like knowing it, that it, you it was... like you can't hear it, but you know in your heart you just made someone like irrationally angry on the other side of the world. Like that's yeah, that's what like, I want. In why, a video game. Yeah, like why, why? You know why would you like this? That's why we're here. That's why. That's that's the. That's the 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 power of games as a medium, um, but uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I was thinking like speaking of you know the the kind of uniting force of the the podcast. I was thinking of checking up on Big Time Tommy. He hasn't he hasn't posted anything in like almost a month. Big Time Tommy. Big last time Big Time Tommy posted anything was uh, this. Uh, let's see. How you doing, Instagram? It's Big Time Tommy. And here's my thought of the day. Be careful who you tell secrets to. Because one day, they will use it. It'll come back and bite you in the ass. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Let's make America old school again. 
OS for life. Take it easy. <laughs> is that like his response to being blackmailed? I, 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 that that was that was weirdly sinister in a way that I didn't expect. There's something. Yeah, like someone betrayed him. G- given given that that's the last update he posted in like a month. That's uh, uh <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah. Uh, well, I wish you the best, uh, Tommy. I hope you're alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, hope, hope, yeah. Hope we didn't get whacked. <laughs> yeah, I know. In your world, that might actually be a possibility. Maybe. <laughs> hey, 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 let's be let's be fair here. Maybe he just got really engrossed in the re-release of Mafia One. Exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, he, I love this game yeah. back in the day. <laughs> it's a terrible big time Tommy today, but I can't do the voice today. <laughs> uh. Big Time Tommy follows eight people on Twitter. Nice. Waters World, some Fox News thing. Jesse Waters, the host of The Five and host of Waters World. Mario Lopez, uh, Barstool Sports. What? <laughs> Vinny Dice, Rudiero Official. That's DJVinnyDice.com. Okay. Um, he follows a guy called Mario. Mikey D. Carfellas. Remember Carfellas? Oh, yeah. And generations beyond digital marketing excellence from new york wow excellent um but uh yeah uh so that's that's uh that's what's happening with big time tommy hope you're okay out there uh hope you haven't hope you haven't been whacked um who said that uh do you have any bit busters oh fuck me i totally forgot um <laughs> uh god I'm never gonna get rid of these uh, um, Fast and the Furious <laughs> codes at this point. Oh man, we'll get we'll get back to Busters eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, but like, I mean, we 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 do we do need to we do need to get it back because people are demanding their Fast and Furious codes. Yeah. People just can't watch these movies otherwise. The demands are getting faster and furiouser. Yeah, exactly. Vin Diesel is on our asses. Um, Vindictive Diesel, more like it, because he's after. Exactly. He's, yeah. yeah. Vin Dickhead, more. No, I'm joking. No, <laughs> he's gonna beat us up, dude. <laughs> exactly. Have you heard his song? No. <laughs> he put he put a fucking song recently that's like the most generic fucking like you know crap background inspirational kind of pop music to like a fucking you know office motivational video or something like that. Um, just remember, just you you can do, do it. Is it is it just that yeah, over it, techno beats like, or what? Wait, wait. So what, what's it, what's the song called? It's like um, Vin Diesel. Uh, Does he call him D's Beats? And it's like D's, like Diesel. It's uh, feel like I do. Feel like I do. It's called, and he's got um, a video on the Kelly Clarkson song where he debuts it in the vocal booth. Uh, the fuck is. Uh, oh shit, Kelly. God, just googling Vin Diesel, that's the first video that pops up. <laughs> wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if I can get the, this, uh... Wait, why the fuck does Kelly Clarkson have a talk show? She's had that for ages. Drew Scanlon, Drew Scanlon appeared on that <laughs> talk show, I think. What? But back when it was, um, cause, cause, you know, he, he, like, the blinking white guy meme or whatever. And I think he was on that. Uh, Drew Scanlon. Oh, R.I.P. Cloth Map, Drew. I guess. Yeah, aye, that's that's. Forgot about that. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. So that's, that's you know, so that's the thing of like, I mean, obviously, if you if people are watching, don't 
haven't followed like Giant Bomb or anything, um, they you know they won't know this. But you know, Drew Scanlon used to work at Giant Bomb, and then he he was like their video guy, and he was like the guy that would go to like North Korea and shit, and like come back and they'd do a podcast about it. Um, and he left Giant Bomb to start. This was after the whole fucking. He he's the blinking white guy essentially, and um. You know, and he left to start his own kind of YouTube channel that was like travel, a, a travel show through the lens of games, essentially. So he'd go and he'd cover like Brazil's like black market um, or kind of grey market, like console like, um, marketplace and stuff. It was like, and it was like super interesting stuff, like really great. He had a really great kind of like editorial, like, like voice and everything like that. It was... um really really fantastic stuff the problem is that even before covid that's a that's a hard show to produce like when you're on your own and the costs that go into that and the logistics of the time and the things like filming as much as you'd need and the storage and then editing all that together like that's a fucking hard thing to do on like a small scale and then covid hit and it was like and i think he just saw the writing on the wall and was just like yeah i'm i'm, I'm going to stop this um which is a real fucking shame i like it's one of those things where like i wish that show could have been so much bigger than it was yeah um because <laughs> I mean, it's really it's, it's, it's really good stuff it really is um, one of the few youtube uh, channels that got actually like completely upended by the covid because it's like well he needs to yeah be able to go places yeah <laughs> i mean the thing is like you know i i like i think he he had a good enough kind of voice that he could have like because he did things on like flight simulators and um and all that kind of stuff like i think he could have done some like really interesting stuff with that but you know it's is like he, he's he's doing okay like in the sense that you know he's he's got another job now um i can't remember what he's doing it's uh but you know he he's he's doing fine he will he'll be okay but it's just a shame that the 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 show that was so good kind of doesn't exist anymore but um yeah i don't know um I, i'm trying to think of anything else that we any other housekeeping that we need to do uh oh uh, uh i mean i'll get this out of the way now where are the videos nico um been filming a lot of slow-mo videos of my feet when i am doing tricks so i know what i'm doing wrong oh yeah yeah if you want to watch yeah. like well, normally it would be probably like, you know, like 40 minutes normally, but it's probably like seven hours when you sl- put it in slow-mo mode. <laughs> you want to watch that. A little scuffing around. I got to tell you, watching yourself attempt tricks in slow-mo is hilarious because like every single attempt in slow-mo is like, oh, this is this the one? <laughs> it's like the most... <laughs> slow-mo makes everything just so fucking thrilling. Tense. Even, even if it's like a shitty, not even got... Still keeping one wheel on the ground, Ollie. It's still like the most epic looking thing you've ever seen. It's like, oh, whoa! It's like a whale preaching or something. It's like, whoa, that was mad and majestic. <laughs> oh man, um, I got some. Yeah, uh, you... I got some ideas. I've been, I've been working on yeah. things. I've been pulling levers, twisting knobs, nice tinkering, uh, getting the old video machine word up. <laughs> yeah. You you should do you should do something on uh, getting into skateboarding. How to skate if you're a nerd for nerds who play video games? Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just be all mean. You know, you you already you already did how how, how to play the witness. No, dude. <laughs> I woke up to how, like how, you and a few other people talking about today. That was a goofy. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that video. I, I literally forget about that video sometimes. It's it's fucking great. It's it's really it's very very good stuff. Can I um, knock on wood here? But I have not been copyright claimed for that video. <laughs> Despite me blasting over eleven seconds of a uh, Thin Lizzy song, I I just realized it was it was the so we're you know we're talking about Nico's personal videos at this at the moment. Um, it was through the it was through them. It was the Tommy Time video that we actually found Big Time Tommy. Yeah, good old Tommy Time. What, Tommy what, Time what? has a half shot second episode. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I need to finish. Actually, now that I have room, I can do the shot I originally wanted to do for it. I bought a uh, solar powered, um, like tiny rotating plastic thing for like rotating jewelry, and I was gonna have them <laughs> rotate while I appraised them. <laughs> I still have it. It's like it's tiny oh, as hell. It costs like two bucks. <laughs> you just keep it by a window and it spins indefinitely and I can put little Pokemon figures on it. Oh, Which I have like God. like I I have like them all displayed too now because I have a big old nice. shelf for them. So now tell me time. One day it will be time again. Yes. Just like it is time now to wrap up this podcast, I think. Yeah. What a segue. What a segue. <laughs> um but yeah um i guess yeah thank thank you very much for for listening as always it's uh it's a it's it's a really fun thing to be able to do this and uh you know uh we're we're both really glad that people seem to be enjoying it and everything um hope you're all doing okay out there uh you can support the show by going to anchor.fm slash writing on gamescast you can um pledge a little bit of money or whatever and that helps us that helps us out um you can uh i'm trying to think of other things um yeah i don't know um it's we're just we're very we're very happy to to have you listening and stuff and yeah i don't know i've got like i say like i said at the beginning i have videos coming very soon uh and yeah um I guess that's going to do it for this episode of the Writing on Games cast. I've been Hamish. That's been Nico. And we will see you. Yeah, we'll, 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 we've been getting a bit better. We'll, we'll, we'll aim for Fortnite. If we can get it, if we can get it in the week, then that'll be good. But, you know, if we can do it in the next Fortnite again, then sure, we'll do that. Um, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, uh, aye. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you next fortnight or week. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> Enter the goodbye. Enter the goodbye. <laughs> that weird Yoshi Mijanai, remember that thing? <laughs> 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 <laughs>